Hey, welcome to the eighth episode of the Create Stuff Podcast. In case you're wondering what's going on here, today I interviewed uh, five animators who have animated something related to the Dream SMP that got relatively large, I would say. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. It was really cool talking to like a bunch of different people, and I really hope to do this again. Uh, unlike the other episodes, this was not streamed live at Twitch, um, because these were all a lot shorter. I, didn't, I wasn't just going to stream every single individual recording. However, you can still go to the description and see my Patreon, where you can give me just a dollar a month, and that'll help me like so much keeping this RSS feed going, which is what I need to do. put this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That cost me a bit of money. So, seriously, your, uh, your patronage helps a ton. However, even if you can't do that, just you being here, just you watching it, and like liking commenting subscribing helps so much more than money does at all like so i thank you just so much for being here please like comment subscribe seriously it helps immensely all right uh i don't think i have anything else to say enjoy the podcast welcome to the special eighth episode of the create stuff podcast i'm your host sean saxon and today the first guest i'm joined by is rat hello so real quick before we get started diving into your animatic folding chair could you tell me what, like, the deal is with your channel, Juice and Rat? Okay, so <laughs> basically it's a joint account um, with me and one of my really good buddies, um, Juice. Um, so it's basically just an account for us to kind of post our our fan art. Um, some of it's collaborative and some of it isn't, um, but it's just something we decided to make uh, last summer for fun. Or not last summer, this summer. <laughs> for fun, and then... <laughs> And then we just kind of kind of went from there. Okay, okay. So, a folding chair, if I understand correctly, that was mostly you, right? Did Juice have any part in that? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, so, for folding chair, um, most of the concept was me. Obviously, I had a little bit of feedback from Juice because we, we talk all the time. Um, but the concept was me and, like, all of the rough boarding was me. But I did have some help from Juice for a lot of the background work. And also from my good buddy Moss, who who helped out with some background concepts for that as well. Okay, okay, that's cool. What is Folding Chair about exactly? So Folding Chair is kind of my love letter to the Bad Boy Halo um, Eggpire lore. Um, I decided to kind of focus on his dynamic with with Skeppy throughout the whole thing um, because I thought that there was like a a lot of people who didn't really like want to take the time to like watch the lore or whatever so i wanted to like i guess summarize it in a way that was like i guess like easy to digest and was like captured all of the best parts of the lore that that i was a big fan of so it's basically just kind of like the egg pyre stuff with a focus on um the friendship between bad and skeppy and how that kind of i guess evolves over the course of of that arc okay okay that's interesting i will say i like um before I watched your animatic, I had not seen, like, ba- barely anything from the Egg Pyre. I think the only real, like, stream I had watched that had to do with the Egg Pyre was the Red Banquet, which, you know, obviously I had very little idea what was going on. But mm-hmm. uh, after watching your animatic, I got a much better idea for what was going on. Like, I-, I think you did a really good job of that. Thank you. That's honestly what I was going for with it, because... Because, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, because it was such a long arc, I feel like a lot of people were, like, a little... Um, kind of confused on where to start so I wanted to kind of make something that was easy for them to get like the best parts of the lore um without having to like not like spend all the time but like without you know being confused on where to start and like if they wanted to like go back and find other streams and stuff they could 
but that was kind of my mindset going into that. Okay, okay. That makes sense. So, can you tell me a little bit more about the story of the animatic in depth? So, because of the nature of um, kind of like what we have going on with the Minecraft roleplay, we don't have like a like a deep backstory with with specifically like Bad and Skeppy and even like Sapnap who is in there. Like, like I didn't really have much to go on um, for uh, for that kind of story. So I had to write a little bit of my own, I guess, lore for them um, for the beginning of the animatic. But basically, it was just. Um, it was just taking us or taking the audience through, I guess, the story of of Bad Boy Halo's character um, over the course of his life. Um, beginning made up by me, the rest was the actual plot. But um, it was just kind of going through that and um, seeing how how um, he changes um, from like before he kind of joined the SMP into after like discovering the egg and like all of the influence in that and like just watching that change happen. Um, so that was kind of the the plot there. Um, it's kind of complicated because like you've seen it. It's like it's like a dream inside a dream inside a dream. So I don't really know how to describe it in that sense, but I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of things in one. <laughs> There's too much. Right, right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so why'd you choose to focus on Bad Boy Halo and Skeppy? Um, so Bad Boy Halo, I think, is probably one of my favorite creators, um, in, like, the whole, like, Minecraft YouTube sphere, because I'm, um, I'm an animation student, um, I really want to work in, like, children's entertainment and, like, making shows that are, like, not only, um, beneficial for, like, children's development, but also, like, entertaining for, like, like, older viewers to watch, like, stuff like that, so seeing his content and seeing how he makes like a big effort to make his content family friendly is something that I really admire, which is why I was very, very fascinated with his lore because I was already like very intrigued by his, his persona online because it was something I very much like respected. So like watching the egg lore um, over time, I was very like, I don't know, I guess grabbed by, by the dynamic that they portrayed between him and Skeppy over the course of the egg war, because it's, there's something very special about it. I think Um, it's, it's, it's very reminiscent of their, of their actual real life interactions. Like you can very much tell that they are friends in real life, which is, which is why I was so like, I don't know, grabbed by it. Cause it, (laughs) it felt, it felt real in a way obviously it's not like like that's not like no one's been possessed by an egg or anything but like i don't know there's something very there's something very heartwarming about about these these two friends and like in the course of the story like sacrificing all of this stuff for each other and getting to getting to see that play out even if it is a little bit tragic like i i don't know it it grabbed me in a way that i was not expecting from minecraft roleplay so (laughs) okay okay interesting so can you tell me a little bit more about uh, some of like the choices you made in the animatic itself for how you represented the characters and the events that happened? Um, so like I said before, I had to kind of come up with my own backstory for them based off of like what little information I guess we have on their um their whatever is going on before the SMP. 
Um, so I decided to kind of take a route of um, having it so that Bad and Skeppy already knew each other before the SMP happened because I don't actually know if they've established that. I I spent so long on the Wikipedia trying to figure this out. I don't know if they were friends before the SMP or not. I don't know. But I decided to kind of take it as like they are like they have traveled together and like have been friends for a long time before, you know, like Bad Boy Halo adopts Sapnap, which is canon, but we don't really know the details of that either. Um, but I decided to um I decided to take my inspiration from the folding chair audio and kind of put it into their backstory. So like when I when I think of the song Folding Chair, like like I think of like a beach because it obviously talks about one. So I decided to like make their I guess starting point um which we we return back to in the animatic this this beach house where they they share all of these past memories um like raising raising sapnap or like just I don't know hanging out all that fun stuff but so that was kind of like the interpretation I went um for like the backstory um in terms of like personality I kind of tried to make them like as as realistic as possible while still being able to tell the story I was trying to tell. Um, because like, because of the nature of the Minecraft roleplay, it's kind of hard to like get a consistent character um, out of a lot of people. Cause like a lot of the lore is like stuff that they're doing for fun that happens to turn into lore. So I had to like kind of pick and choose what I wanted to, to interpret with their characters mm -hmm. but i want i wanted to specifically i guess focus on on making that like friendship dynamic very clear like they're they're really close bond um and i guess kind of i don't know it's really hard to explain because i just kind of went for it <laughs> i don't know uh, the spirit of bad boy halo and skeppy possessed me and then i woke up and there was an animatic in front of me two months later pretty much how i have to describe that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay no i see what you're saying i see what you're saying so one question i have actually um yeah. in the original animatic it seems like bad boy halo and skeppy get a letter of some sort it's something that they read at some point and then after that no it says it's from sapnap right so is yes. that like an yes. invitation to the dream smp that's how i that's how i wanted to um interpret that i guess um I didn't write any words because I didn't want it to be like, I wanted people to be able to interpret it however they really wanted to, um, because I wasn't actually sure how they canonically got over there. I don't know if they lived there their whole lives or whatever, but I, I thought it would be kind of fun if like, if like, I don't know, Sapnap moves out and then sends, sends like a letter of where he is to, to his dad and, and Skeppy and then, and then they just go because why not? I don't know. Right, right. That's, that's how I went with it. Yeah. Okay, okay. I feel like almost nobody in the Dream SMP ever actually explains where they came from or anything like nope. that. Nope. So. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> yeah, it makes things a little bit difficult from a lore perspective. Yeah, extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah, so let me ask you, do you have any like favorite scenes in Folding Chair? Oh god. <laughs> this is a hard one. There's so <laughs> many. Um, well, you can list them out, you know? You don't have to like yeah. choose just one. Tell me more Definitely about could. them and like what went into them. Yeah. Um. So with folding chair, um, I really decided to hurt myself, um, emotionally by making a bunch of uh one second flashing scenes, um, which took 
probably longer than like all of the actual boarding parts that people would look at for longer than a second. Um, so a lot of my favorite bits are on screen for maybe like half of a second, which sucks because I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I did it for me, I guess. But <laughs> so like there's a lot of there's a lot of fun little details in the work that I did that I don't even know if people saw. Like I'm sure people stopped and looked. But like like there there was a um parallel that I I did between a couple shots. Um there's there's a shot of um Sap not pulling his board towards that boy Halo. This was before the egg was introduced um, where he was pointing a sword at him and bad was looking kind of like, I don't know, shot. Remember the context. Cause I, I'm going to be honest. I looked at the Wikipedia for most of the shots. Cause I didn't know all the lore. I didn't know most of it. So I just kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just took, I took bits that was on the wiki and I drew it out. Um, <laughs> so there was that um, hesitancy in, in bad space. And then I decided okay, okay. to take another panel after he discovers the egg and I flipped it. So I made it so that bad was the one that was holding the sword and that he was kind of um, more willing to like go against his family. Now that this um, outside influence is in the way, like I wanted to show that change of character. Um, with that shot i don't think someone noticed it i don't know if they did um another another scene i really like is again with sapnap i'm not even really like i'm not like a big sapnap fan i just really like the dynamic i i wrote out here <laughs> i i i really enjoyed the scene where um they're standing in front of a mirror in their home and and sapnap kind of grows up really quickly i that was one of the first shots that i I did for the animatic that I really like grew attached to so it has like a very special place in my heart because I've been working on it well I was working on it for like two months like it was a long time so like my my art style and like my like boarding style like changed over the course of the animatic which was weird but like that scene specifically was one that was I was always very fond of um even from starting out when it was just like scraps on my storyboard pro <laughs> but um trying to think if there's any last one that I'm particularly like really fond of oh of course the end scene that everyone hates um so <laughs> <laughs> everyone hates this one because it makes them sad but my favorite part um I guess to pitch because I I streamed a lot of the the process for this my favorite part to show people was the the scene where bad boy halo wakes up on the beach um again um and he he realizes that everything is kind of back to normal or so he thinks um and he he's kind of shocked and he looks up at skeppy and he's you know all that fun stuff but i was i was really um excited to kind of parallel that first scene um in the animatic because like a lot of the shots are are literally just like copy pasted um in terms of like the shot comp and like the the facial i guess expressions stuff like that like all of that was kind of um supposed to parallel each other to kind of show that sense of familiarity that has come back um so that's that's what I really wanted to get across with that scene and like I don't know I, re I really like making people sad so <laughs> that really helped um <laughs> in that one but that was that was uh one of my that was one of my favorite scenes just to to work on and to and to pitch to people because the what follows made people very not happy <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> right. Calm right. before the storm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what like what is that supposed to represent? Like what's actually happening there, if you don't mind me asking? Is that like a with the like when he oh, wakes up okay. on the beach again, what's actually happening, like in the in the story of things? Is that like just a dream or what's going on? Um, okay. So I kinda wanted to leave it a little bit up to interpretation because I think a lot of people had their own um views on it. But how I took it was so basically at the beginning of the animatic there is a boat um on the screen that is supposed to be bad boy halo um right after the red banquet um he's you know how he like runs away on his boat or whatever we don't know where he goes to whatever um so he's asleep on that boat and and he falls he falls asleep um and so basically the whole um of the animatic is kind of him dreaming about his past so it starts out like it starts linear so it starts out with just like he he lives in the beach house he's having a good time you, you know like all that stuff sapdap grows up he like goes and then um you know all of that and then um once we get to the like the stuff with bad boy halo kind of with that final confrontation with Skeppy in the egg room, um, he has that like wake up, like waking up in a dream kind of deal. Um, so it's just kind of like a sequence of dreams, I guess. But at the same time, it can be interpreted that it isn't like. But I wanted to portray it as like he he has this dream of him being OK. And then he wakes up from that dream back at the boat that was shown in the beginning. That's pretty much the only thing I wanted to be like specifically clear was that the scene in the beginning ties ties directly back to the scene at the end um where he wakes up in the boat and he's back at the beach house that he he had um been dreaming about in the beginning um so that's kind of where i was going with that it's kind of confusing and i'm gonna be honest i was working on it for so long that i kind of forgot my intentions with some of the scenes so like <laughs> sometimes sometimes projects grow with people which is funny because i don't remember some of the reasons i drew things that i did i just pretend that i do which is great <laughs> but, nice okay yeah. okay but i i never actually realized that when i was watching it but really see it, and it, oh, uh, very very painful but that hurts yeah hurt. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> you're not the only one I, I know i'm not i looked at the comment section yeah <laughs> um Okay, so I noticed that you didn't use many colors throughout the entire thing. Although that's sort of a thing with animatics, it like it seems like you use some colors in certain places to really emphasize certain big details. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, so what was your goal with that? Um, so I'm I've said before I'm an animation student. So when we get taught storyboarding, we get taught in like a very specific way. Um, so I'm basically just doing what I'm taught to do. Um, I'm an animation student, like we're taught in a very specific way, like how to do things. So I was kind of just doing it the way that I'm used to doing it, um, with, with like storyboards for like, like shows and stuff like that. They like only use colors for like, I guess, to emphasize certain things. I've been planning on using color at all, um, which was, which was, you know, kind of a shock for me when, when Juice came back with one of my, uh, my backgrounds that I requested and there was there was uh orange for the lava and then I was like oh well shit that was like the world's smartest thing to do I didn't think to do that but she just has a <laughs> eye for stuff like that 
um Uh and I think I think the color kind of made it made it work for for those end scenes because it was kind of only in the end that we brought that in but um but yeah it's more like it's more like I'm kind of doing the I wouldn't I wouldn't call my stuff like industry industry professional but like doing like the way that we're taught in order to like get down that route I guess I don't know I get what you're saying that's why I did that yeah okay okay I do really love the lava it makes like it just makes that whole section very unique from everything else thank you that's yeah yeah yeah. like really gives it a certain vibe you know yeah thank you why did you choose folding chair as a song this one's a hard one because it was like three months ago um I'm honest to god i i'm one of those types that like will listen to the song and like try to pair it with like a concept that i'm into like i'm very much like like i have to think of like like music videos to songs so it was kind of one of those one of those um i listened to the song and then i was like oh this fits these characters really well um and i i was already looking to do an animatic for um for bad boy halo um because like i said like i i really admire the work he does and and i wanted to i wanted to do something for for that lore so it kind of just like fell into place a little bit um <laughs> it was kind of funny cuz uh cuz juice and i actually were working on our castaways animatic that we that one was completely a split 50-50 we both worked on that equally um but while we were working on that, I was like, hey, I just had an idea for something. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. But <laughs> and then I left it aside for a bit because I had other stuff to do. We were doing a whole other animatic during that. So it kind of just like kind of like bubbled in my mind for a little bit. It was just kind of like simmering in there. Um, but it, I, I have a tendency to pick songs that are like very cheery sounding and like maybe they're not lyrically cheery but like taking songs that have that upbeat vibe and making them just really sad like I did that for Castaways um because I because our um our method of storytelling or I guess splitting projects and stuff like that is like I do the like I do the pitching and I do the the rough work like the concept work because that's like what I um I kind of specialize in, I guess, and and Juice, who um, is also an animation student and specializes more in like, she's really good at like animation and like cleanup and like layout specifically. She's very good at so like she is really good with with all of the like post production work. So like she did a lot of the like backgrounds and like the the cleanup stuff and like the editing. Like that's her thing. So for me, like like I was given, <laughs> I, I I listened to Castaways and I was like. Hey Juice, let's make this really painful in a way. Not completely, but kind of. And <laughs> and she she's lovely and and totally went with it. Um, but yeah, it kind of seems to be like a a weird, um, I guess trend for me to pick songs that are like upbeat sounding and like making them making them a little bit sad. I don't know why I do it. It's 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 because I think it probably it people don't expect it and i like that a little bit gives me a bit of an element of surprise okay okay yeah definitely makes it a lot more interesting thanks okay yeah so let me ask this uh why do you want to hurt me 
Um, because I get more power every time I do it. Um, the more people that cry, the the higher my power levels go. And one day I think I'll be able to fight God. So, um, <laughs> that's pretty much why. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's because I like storytelling. I don't know. I like to do it. And, and when, when people, when people have an emotional response to my work, it means that I'm doing something right. Maybe not like. I'm not doing a kind thing, but it, my storytelling's working, so that's good. <laughs> okay, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. I definitely yeah. had another guest on who would have said, who like definitely say the exact opposite. Like, uh, really? Like, I mean, that they're going for like not they don't like sad media and they don't want to make people sad when they watch their stuff. However, oh, I no. actually no, I'm so actually the same way as you. It's a sign of honor because it just shows that your your work is is moving you know and that's i think the most important thing for me as an artist is is to make work that makes people feel things whether it's it's sadness or oftentimes disgust and disdain um you know it's gotta elicit some reaction i guess what's the point yeah yeah i get what you're saying i i'm the yeah. exact same way with like my writing and stuff like that mm -hmm, absolutely yeah do you have any emotional attachment to your animatic very much extremely much okay <laughs> a little too much <laughs> so um this project has been the um i think most creatively satisfying thing i've ever worked on like ever which is kind of weird because like i've been drawing for so very very long but i don't think i've ever put in this much effort into something before um because i just like have a tendency to make projects and then kind of drop them um I've never been able to like stick to one project for longer than like I don't know even a week um and this one this one was like two months over two months honestly of just like constant constant work and like I genuinely don't know how it happened or what happened what pieces aligned um in the puzzle that is my life um <laughs> to make this happen but it did um it was very fun because a lot of this process was um, live streamed. We we stream a lot on our on our Twitch, um, me and Juice, and we spent a lot of it just like hanging out while I worked on it. And I got to like pitch this project like I've got to say like dozens of times. Like like every time we got a raid, I would just be like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna pitch this to you now," and then I would do it. And all of my all of my viewers that would watch normally would just be like, "Oh, it's this again." we're going through it the same script but like it really like <laughs> it it really got me used to like actually pitching um a project before because like you know I'm again in animation school and I want to go into boarding so like pitching is like so like integral it's so important and like I have always been super like I guess embarrassed of my own work um so it was very it was very like good for me to get used to like being able to pitch like work that like I'm proud of and like like being able to present it to people who maybe don't know what it's about or like haven't seen it develop and like just getting to sh I guess share my thought process and like the thing about this animatic is that like I have never been more I guess satisfied with with the way I went about I've gone about like doing a project like I I sat down and I did the roughs to this because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a really fun idea. Like, I think I'll have a lot of fun with this. And then when I watched the roughs for the first time, I was like, wow, like this is this is a project I think that I would have fun watching if someone else made. And I think that's really important. And I think that's why this, I guess, 
whole video means so much to me. It's because like I put I put a lot of love into it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that like I, I wish were changed just due to like time constraints. And like, you know, I wish I wish I could have made it like perfect, perfect. But like in terms of like the story I wanted to tell and like like how I wanted to go about it, I think I think I did it in a way that I can say I'm I'm proud of and that that really helped, I guess forward my boarding skills <laughs> uh-huh okay okay that's nice so how do you feel about the end result of the project is there anything you wish you had done differently or anything like that a few things i wish i i would have done differently if i had it my way i would have had juice do every single background but i'm not a horrible friend so i would never force her to do that she did <laughs> way too way too much for me already she's already way too kind to me um but um I think just adding more more details and maybe like working on my uh working on my like my grayscaling like you know there's there's some scenes I wish just looked a little bit better and and stuff like that but other than that like I I don't really think I changed too much other than like revamping scenes that I know I could do better now but in terms of like story like I think I think I've pretty much like did exactly what I was going for like my roughs really did not change that much um from like like the finals didn't change too much from the roughs like they were pretty pretty consistent in terms of my my shots and my uh my I guess layouts and stuff like that so you know just little details I think okay okay fair enough good stuff mm -hmm. how do you feel about the reception of folding chair reception i i am very pleased with it you know like i i it deep in my heart i wish i wish it you know would have like gotten like 400 million views like everyone would have loved it you know like that's that's like the like deep 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 part of my heart thinks that but at the same time like you know what bad boy halo saw it said he cried I, i'm 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 very tempted to just believe him i hope he did um but like <laughs> you know the feedback the the actual comments and the feedback mean more to me than like than views ever could like and like that's not saying like like what are we at like 90k is like small you know what i mean like that's like i'm blown away by that but <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah, um, yeah i get what you mean yeah it's the feedback has been really 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 great um it it's really like i don't know it, it's really weird that the people are like watching my work and and responding emotionally to it like i don't think i've really processed it um in in my heart of hearts um we were actually on stream when when i found out that bad boy halo watched it um we were like it was like an hour after it released um someone had donated to one of his streams that he happened to be streaming when it released and and he saw it and i i don't know i didn't process it until like i think two days later that that he saw what i did um so it, it that's I, I think pretty much all i could ask for is that you know like he apparently enjoyed it. He really liked how short I drew Skeppy, which was very important to me. Um, and and people people seem to have had an emotional reaction to it, which is the most important thing. So I'm 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 pleased with it. I mean, I still want 400 million views, but we'll get there. <laughs> okay, okay, awesome, awesome. Bad Boy Halo. Did he like watch it on his stream? Uh, no. Um. So I think oh, I can't I can't remember who donated. Um. If you're listening to this, I love you. Um, but, but a couple of people donated to his stream and and told him that we had we had made an animatic, and so he I think like looked it up and like 
skimmed through it on stream but didn't fully watch it on stream and then once once his stream ended he went and he watched it he left us a little comment and it was very lovely um but uh yeah so like he didn't I, I'm I'm a little bit sad that I only got like a few little reactions from him because I would have I would have adored to like have gotten his his reaction like on, on stream and I think that would have made like my whole life but you get um <laughs> he said he really he really liked how short I drew Skeppy so <laughs> <laughs> which actually, honestly like hmm? I was actually wondering why'd you draw Skeppy so short <laughs> Cause it's funny. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, I did it sort of as a challenge to myself. Um, so my Skeppy design is just a little man with a cube head, and you know it's kind of hard to take that seriously in like a world of like a bunch of different designs and stuff like that. But you know, I'm I'm very much like I love doing character designs that like are non-human, and like the Dream SMP gives me ample opportunity to do that. And so I had this design for Skeppy that I've been drawing for a long time, and I was like, you know what would be really funny. What if I just made this really, really serious animatic and like just drew Skeppy as, as a cube and just made people feel sad over it? Because I feel like if I can make people cry over cube Skeppy, I can tell any story. I can do anything because he's he looks like he looks like a, a cube toddler. And like I was just like, you know what? <laughs> this is it for me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was just emotionally attached to the design and like. I just wanted, I wanted to see if I could actually pull it off. And like, you know, I got a couple comments being like, oh, he looks like Sans. And I'm like, you know, that's fair. I was expecting it, but I got a lot less comments about it than I thought. So I think, I think I, I won. I think I did it. You won. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. He does kind of Thank look like you. Sans, actually, now that you mention it. He does. He does. I specifically did that on purpose. A little what? bit. Wait, you Don't make him look like Sans? Huh? Okay, no. Okay. I like, I like, I gave him his design and like, I loved Undertale back in the day. So like, obviously when you enjoy something a lot, you're going to have a little bit of design influence. So like, you know, it kind of bled in there. I didn't mean for it to, but like, then I realized it and I was like, I could push it a little bit. <laughs> He's got the blue hoodie. It's just, it's there. If people want to see him as Sans, they can. Maybe he is Sans. We don't know. Maybe he is Sans. Skeppy he pulls is Sans? Off the and it's, yeah, Skeppy is Sans. Welcome to Game Theory. <laughs> Jeez. Skeppy's Ness is Sans in Steven Universe. <laughs> He's all of them oh, at once. The Steven Universe Collective. Oh, gosh. Alright. The Game Theory multiverse now includes a Dream SMP. That's what we needed. That's what we needed. I'm gonna make a MatPat. I'm gonna make a MatPat animatic next. <laughs> no, sorry. Good God. Please, no. <laughs> Okay. Don't tempt me. Do not tempt me. <laughs> alright, alright. Um, so, to wrap this up, do you have any advice for any artists out there who might be listening in? See, I, I, I thought about this question since you asked it, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say here. Because, like, you know, as someone who has, like, been studying art for, like, a long time, like, there's a lot of, like, technical advice I could give you and, like, you know, stuff that's, like, very, like... I guess mean and not mean, but like stuff that people don't want to hear. And like all of that stuff is really important. Like, I don't think that's like the essence of like the way I do art. So I think the most important thing that I would, I would, I guess, tell people who are artists or even just any sort of creative is just to like make the work that you want to make. Um, if you're not like looking at your work and like you're not excited about it, like, I feel like there's no no point, not that there's no point, but like, 
that should be what you're like striving towards because I think that that is the purpose of art and and it really it really does make your work better if you're enjoying it um the reason why the bad boy halo animatic was so fun for me is because I looked at it and I saw a project that I would enjoy if I was just sitting back and watching it which is why I put that much effort into it and like wanted to to watch it grow and and flourish you know and I think that that can be said for for any sort of creative endeavor like just make what you would have fun watching because because people will people will see that passion and they will reciprocate it for your own work um side note I think it's very cool when people like take other interests and put it into their creative work like even if it's like weird knowledge or whatever like even that is so so much more appealing than like stuff that just I don't know looks technically nice but like doesn't have that passion behind it I think I think passion is just so so important I think so like if you're out there and you're like I want my work to be like good just like draw what you want to draw and you'll you'll get there you know what I mean like you're not gonna you're not gonna get better if you're not enjoying what you're doing I think Mm -hmm. that's my advice (laughs) okay all right pretty good advice thank you Brad, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was really great to have you. Oh, actually, you know, last thing I'm going to ask before you leave. Um, are, do you have anything else in the works by chance? We do. Um, so Juice actually is working on her own animatic. Um, we both started working at the same time on our own work because our, our project before was a, a 50-50 effort. And then we were like, why don't we split it up a little bit? and do our own thing so she's still working on her own um animatic it's a technoblade animatic um i'm helping out with it um i don't know how we're splitting up that work right now but it's her concept it's her idea you know i'm just kind of like i'm backseat driving it a little bit but like she it's it's mostly hers pretty much all hers so that's very exciting in in that um in that regard so I don't I don't know any sort of release date for that because we both have school coming up but it's it's gonna be really good I I'm so honored to be working on it like it's it's really it's really fun um it's it's supposed to be like a a dramatic like a dramatic but fun like like high energy uh retelling of of Technoblade's lore with like a focus on his like character rather than like the events that go on I guess like it's it's more supposed to be like an like a character piece I guess it's it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. okay the cool. audio is very good she did a very good job editing the audio it's gonna be really really good <laughs> awesome I am super yeah. excited to watch that actually I cannot wait for that to come yeah. out yeah okay. and are you guys still streaming that uh like the production of that on your twitch um we should be um i have no idea what's going on in the distant future um we've been kind of since since uh since folding chair ended we kind of have like a lull in like like what we're what we're streaming we've been doing we actually (laughs) we we do our own lore for a for a minecraft smp we have but um Uh other than that like we're still we'll we'll probably get back to to streaming the the animatic work in the future but i i can't say what we're doing right now because it's all up in the air but okay okay. yeah fun stuff all right well rat it was great to have you on the podcast really interesting talking to you thank you for having me yeah hello and welcome our second guest on this special episode of create stuff shai shui also known as sock 
Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you. Shashui, can you tell us real quick what you've worked on that other people might know about? Uh, I Well, I worked on um, the Redesign Your Logo uh, animation. And recently, I've uh, worked on the uh, Vibrant Eyes animation for CG5. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Good stuff. So, uh, redesign your logo, the Rambo animation you did. I'm going to start by asking yeah. you a little bit more about that. So, can you tell me about the basic concept for redesign your logo? Uh, well, redesign your logo, the, the basic thing is it, it doesn't make any sense, first of all. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the basic thing is that it's meant to um, kind of, uh, oh my god, I don't have the words for that. Uh, it's it's uh, the screen printing style, and it's basically a random animation that I wanted to make for fun with a really funky style. And it's nothing really special other than that. <laughs> okay, okay. I really like the style, though. I thought it was like... It's very unique compared to a lot of other things I've seen. And it's the same thing in the Vibrant Eyes animation. So yeah, for the you... Vibrant Eyes. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go on, go on. <laughs> I was going to say for Vibrant Eyes, I was asked to do the same as Redesign Your Logo. That's why it's similar. I see, I see. So that's not like your usual art style. Yeah, yeah. I like using a bunch of different styles. It's what, uh, it's what is keeping me motivated to do a lot of stuff. Okay, okay. That's really cool. So, what came first? Like, did you decide you wanted to make a, an animation about Rambu or about uh, redesign your logo first? Uh, no, it was always about Rambu. Uh, when I first got the idea, uh, it was actually at an animation festival. And I was like, I want to animate. I want to animate Rambu on redesign your logo because I saw someone who made a really cool piece of art uh, with uh, Rambu and Redesign Your Logo. And it was really, really cool and really funky. It has those uh, old um, poster vibes, and I wanted to do that. <laughs> okay, okay, interesting. Well, uh, the colors you chose, I noticed that like the color design is really interesting. I wanted to ask, why'd you choose the colors that you chose? What were you going for there? Uh, it's uh, it's basically the um, um, primary colors uh, and <laughs> some darker colors for the background. Uh, it's nothing special. I just wanted something very bright and very reminiscent of screen printing again, because you often use uh, the uh, uh, primary colors to do the printing. I see, I see. I don't think I've actually ever heard of, of what you... Uh of what you just mentioned. What, can you say the name of that one more time? Uh, screen printing. Uh, it's, basic, uh, it's basically a printing technique where you have a screen with little holes in it and you put some ink and you spread it on top of that and it prints uh, under it. And then you, so you make, well, if you want to do another color, you have to take another screen and put another ink, ink color and then spread the ink and you have to do that in layers. It's really funky. Uh-huh. Have you ever used this uh, type of printing before? Uh, I think I did. Uh, in high school, I think I did because I was in a design school. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a screen printing project, I believe. It was really weird. 
but it wasn't like the the maximum you could do with sprint printing. It was really basic. Okay, okay, interesting. Are there any scenes in uh, Redesign Your Logo that you're especially proud of? Uh, I think I'm really proud of the uh, bottle a scene, the the one where he looks at the uh, water bottle and he, he, you see his eyes and stuff. I really like this scene because it's it was really complex and when I finished it I was like, it kind of looks cool, it has a nice composition compared to some of the other shots that I was not as proud of, like uh, the one right behind it that is only the silhouettes and the last one, I don't really like it compared to the others. That's definitely one of my favorite parts of it too. It looks very, very nice. Actually brings up another question. Uh, I noticed Rambu's eyes are red and yellow instead of his yeah. like, normal colors. Is that just the same reason as you already stated? Or uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the, the limited palettes. I had a lot of people who told me that the, the colors were wrong and they <laughs> thought it was Rambob and not Rambu. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's only the limitations. That's why for Vibrant Eyes, I didn't go for the limitation I had on Redesign Your Logo because I didn't want people to be confused on a Rambu song. Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, let's see. Oh yeah, I noticed at the end that his eyes are like, when he pulls out his glasses, the eyes are, his eyes are purple. What's up with that? It's uh, the Underwalk. I really wanted him to be at the end of the Underwalk for no reason <laughs> because I thought it would be cool. <laughs> okay, okay. No, it is cool. It is cool. It, it gives me a little bit of shivers. I won't lie. I like it. <laughs> it's a very cool nice. moment. Goes like it's so well timed. The music too. You know, like, <laughs> are they even human? He pulls his glasses down. It's so smooth. I also. Oh yeah. Oh, now that you say it, are they even human? Oh, that's why. That's why I did the underwalk thing. I wanted to really accentuate the fact that he was an underman. Think here, uh, talking about uh, people being human. I think that's what that's what I wanted to go with. Oh, okay. okay. I just remembered. <laughs> I forget my ideas. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. I like that though. That, that's really interesting. Are there any other points where like you purposefully like uh, kind of put the lyrics into the animation? Uh, the DNA part. Uh, this one, I first did the DNA part like half and half to have the well the the iconic Rambu half and half look. And then when I when I thought about it, uh when he talks about DNA, he has uh he has separated in two and I was like, man, this is so clever. He's separated in two talking about DNA and he is probably made out of two DNAs. So <laughs> most of oh. the times it ends up being kinda clever, but when I think about it after I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting, though. I've never thought of it like that. But that is a super cool scene. I love how, like, the way his head moves around and, like, the DNA just stays centered, but, like, you know, the colors still change and stuff. Very nice. I like that. I'm glad it turned out okay, because I was really scared when I was uh, cleaning up these shots. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it turned out really well, I will say. It, it definitely looks like it had uh, quite the reception. Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of people ended up liking this shot a lot for some reason. I think I'm it's because it's a, yeah, I think it's because this specific shot compared to the others is a bit smoother because I I did the um the DNA thing a bit smoother than the other parts. Oh, okay, okay. So, how did you feel about the reception of the video as a whole? Uh <laughs> kind of overwhelming. <laughs> like I wasn't 
uh, I know that a lot of people were going to see it because I had already blew up a bit on Twitter uh, because of my little uh, acting animations I made on some audios. And I thought like, okay, maybe 10,000 people are going to see it at most. And then 1 million. <laughs> and it was really a lot to me. I never had that many people uh, see my animations before. And I never had that many people like my animations that much. Uh, I'm really, I, I was really happy to see how much people loved it because uh, I am often not very proud of my own work. Uh, I get very uh, anxious about my own work. Like I don't think I'm good enough and seeing how people loved it really made me more confident in what I was uh, producing. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And I noticed Rambu also commented on it himself. Yeah. Oh, I, I took so long to see the comments. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, though. Love that. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, so can you take me through like your creative process of making this animatic? Uh, the creative process. Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, uh, when I get an idea to make an animation, I listen to the song a lot. <laughs> so uh, I listen to the song maybe a whole day. If I have a, a train trip or a uh, car trip, I will listen to the song and look at the distance and think about what I want to do. Then I will start putting stuff on paper uh, in my sketchbook, do a little fast sketches or how I want the stuff to look. And once I've done, I have all the principal uh, pieces of uh, the anim uh, well, no, 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 wait, let, let me go back a bit. Uh, when I drew all the principal stuff I want to show in the animation, I go on my animation program and I do the storyboard in motion with the song to see how everything looks with the song playing and how I want it to be timed. And when I'm done with that, I just, it, it's pretty straightforward. I just go along and uh, animate till I'm done, but okay. sometimes before, uh, sometimes before starting the animation as a whole, uh, I do a little test to see uh, how I want it to look and if it works. Okay, that's that's interesting. It's interesting. Are there any like little details hidden in it that not a lot of people have noticed, or that you you were you snuck in there? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't hide anything. It's really uh, just uh, the way you see it. There is nothing hidden in it. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. And in the scene where he's looking out the window, I just thought of this. Uh, this is something I've been curious about. What is actually happening outside the window? What is he looking at? I cannot tell. Uh, uh, he's looking at Las Nevadas. <laughs> oh. Because... Uh, before I did this, uh, it was a last minute change. Uh, normally, this scene was supposed to be the big Las Nevadas sign, and uh, Rambu was fixing it because he had a wall stream where he just complained about it not being centered. <laughs> so, I just I just wanted him to fix the sign, but I ended up not doing it because it looked bad. <laughs> Fair enough. That is really funny, but I, <laughs> it doesn't fit uh, his personality throughout the entire animatic. To be fair. Yeah. Though, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Now you say that, I can totally see it. I can see, like, the sign and everything else there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about redesign your logo?
Uh, not really. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. There is nothing much to say about it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I love it though. It's so good. I've watched it many many uh, times. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, sometimes there is uh, something great in simplicity. Yeah, I really like simplicity too. I like stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. Just cool stuff put together. I really like yeah. it. Yeah, it's just it's still fun to watch. You know, not everything needs to be complex and deep yeah okay so you also did the animation for vibrant eyes by cg5 a song that just recently came out about the dream smp and about rambu yeah yeah so how did that come about how did you uh how did you get roped into this project uh, uh basically after our redesign your logo was out um for a while, I didn't do anything, and one day, uh, CG5 actually DM'd me on Twitter and told me, uh, yo, uh, I'm going to make a, a song soon, and I'll need an animator for my uh, song, so uh, would you be interested in uh, a commission of a music video for the song? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so okay, awesome. that's, that's just how it is. There isn't much to it, too. <laughs> Okay, understandable, understandable. In the animation for Vibrant Eyes, there are a few times where the color palette really changes. What's uh, what's going on there? Uh, the color, uh, the color palette changes. Uh, maybe. Uh, there is three, uh, three versions of the color palette. Uh, not counting the shadow thingies. Uh, there is a really light version of the color palette, and it's only for the. Um, scared of the rain parts because they're they sound very light compared to the rest and i wanted it to have a high contrast compared to the rest and the uh really bright blue one with the the purple the under eye parts no 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 the, not the under eye the under walk parts uh well yeah. basically it's it's all the parts where he's under walking i just wanted it to be really uh different from the rest and really show that this isn't the same rambu as the one from the song, uh, well, not not well, <laughs> not the one from the song, but the, the usual one, the the normal Rambo, the one who forgets. Right, right. I know what you're talking about. I think uh, I think you accomplished that perfectly. I like nice. <laughs> Is there are there any uh, details in this animation that are that you're particularly happy with, or any scenes that you're particularly happy with? Uh. I'm I'm not happy with a lot of this animation because well I didn't have much time and I couldn't push it to the level I wanted to, but oh, I really like uh, yeah I really like um, the uh, the loop parts where where uh, it's the chorus parts, um, especially the uh, when it's uh, when there is the oh my god I don't remember the lyrics for it, someone help me. Uh, when there is that little lyric, there is a little sketchy animation, and I really like that part because it was very fun to do. And the other shot I really like is the last one uh, at the end with Dream and the Underwalk uh, because it was the most fun to animate and the less, least fr frustrating one because it ended up looking the way I wanted to. Okay, okay. I really love how that part looks. That like, oh, that actually is probably my favorite uh, part of the <laughs> entire thing too. So you were on a time limit for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how did that like affect the process for you? Um, 
I'd say uh, it made me rush a lot more. Uh, for redesign your logo, I did it in about two to three weeks uh, because it was uh, a personal project. I could do whatever I want. But for this one, I had like only one month, which is very, very, very little time for one animator to do a two minute animation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am what actually. Other animators have told me that sounds terrible, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, I'm the one who asked for this time period, so uh, I am the one to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I could have asked for more time, but I ended up telling, "Yeah, one month is okay. You know, why not?" But I, I've had pro professional projects before where uh, basically you have a lot more time. Uh, but yeah, for this one, basically, I had to do a lot of sacrifices in terms of uh, numbers of frames, uh, amount of details, of what would happen in the scenes. Like, I mm -hmm. couldn't push the animation to the level I wanted to. Uh, I did even lower FPS than redesign your logo. So <laughs> uh, it's it was a lot of rushing. Plus, it was kind of a bad period for me, so it was kind of hard to do everything. But yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Understandable. Even with that, though, it came out very, very well. I'm glad it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so is there anything else you want to say about the Vibratize animation? Uh, in this animation, I, some people think I hit some things, but I actually didn't. All the uh, Ender... Uh, written stuff are actually just the memory memory book pages <laughs> translated <laughs> because I thought that having normal text would be too what's going on? What's going on? Wait, I'm sorry. I got oh. cut off because I'm hearing weird stuff. <laughs> uh I was going to say yeah, no, no, weird stuff are happening in the house, that's why I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, no, you're all good, you're all good. I just got confused there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I got very confused too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so I was talking about the pages being only uh, translated memory book pages, so there isn't nothing, uh, there isn't anything hidden in this animation, but you, you could think there would be stuff hidden. <laughs> right, right. That's still a pretty cool detail, though. Like, even just that is a... I mean, that's sort of like a hidden thing. <laughs> what is, uh... If you don't... If you're if you're open to telling me, do you have any other projects in the work right, works right now? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have two things I want to do. Uh, mm -hmm. One I'm sure I'm going to do, and one other I'm probably not going to do, <laughs> because I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So the main project is, uh, well, again, a Lemon Demon song. Uh, it's Ancient Aliens, and oh. I want to animate that with Rembu again. <laughs> okay, okay. That fits him super well. I love that song. Yeah, I love that song too. I had ideas for original projects with it, but I couldn't make it fit quite right. But once I did it with Rembu, well, I thought about it with Rembu, it kind of fits, so I'm happy to do it now. Okay, okay. That's cool. I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to do it. Yeah. Okay. So, to wrap things up here, do you have any advice for the artists and content creators watching at home? Uh, 
I, I might have two advices, one specifically for animators and one for people who want to do professional stuff, <laughs> who wants to have heart as a professional career. So for animators specifically, uh, wait, no, actually this advice could apply to everybody when I think about it. But if you have a project to, to finish, uh, give yourself small objectives every day uh, to keep yourself going. Uh, for example, tell yourself today I'm finishing uh, this uh, part of the drawing. And after that, you're free to maybe continue and get advanced on your next, next objective or just be free and do whatever you want for the rest of the day. But don't give yourself unrealistic objectives and stuff like that because you're going to get demotivated. And for the other advice, and it's specifically for people who want to do art as a professional career. Uh, oh my God, I can say that word. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I have trouble saying some words. Uh, it kind of sucks. Uh, so if you want, yeah, if people want to uh, continue art as a professional career, and this is coming from someone who is in art school and I had to do that, uh, do the annoying stuff, the studies, the, um, the learning, the perspective, the anatomy stuff, uh, because one, it's going to make you improve and two, uh, you're going to use that all your life and it's really useful. So do the annoying stuff first and then you can have a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. But if you, yeah, if, if you do it as a hobby, you, you don't really need that. It's really useless. If you want to be professional, you'll need it. <laughs> okay. Right, That's stuff. all. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sock, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great to have you. <laughs> well, thank you for, uh, pro well, <laughs> interviewing me, I guess. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I I'm glad I could have uh, been here. Uh, it's been really fun. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good stuff. Good uh, stuff, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Aro Dilla, to the Create Stuff podcast. It is good to have you here. It's good to... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good, you're good. Well, thank, thank you for inviting me. Hello, hello, hi. <laughs> uh, okay, Aro Dilla, would you just tell us real quick, what have you done? What do you do? Uh, I do animations. I do animatics or storyboards, if that's better. Uh, of GMSMP. Okay, okay. So, can you tell us about some of the animatics you've created? Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, I do a lot of MCYT uh, memes, if, yeah. And one of my famous ones, wow, famous, <laughs> uh, the, the villains, the villains AMV. The villains GMSMP AMV, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 3.7 million views now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that is insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me ask, what, uh, can you tell me more about the villain's Dream SMP AMV? Like, what inspired that? What was your creative process in making it? Oh, okay, okay. So, before I joined the fandom, I was an Instagram, I was an Instagram artist. And before I became an Instagram artist, I was a very big fan of the animation meme community in YouTube. And uh, I was a big fan of Bone, if 
figure out what if you know who that is. Bon, B-O-U-N, and Zemyata, and I followed them when I was in, in I was I was an Instagram artist, and I I saw the announcement that they did a collab, and they were they were two of the most famous um, animation animators, and I was so excited. I was so excited that I was screaming. I was screaming when it premiered. And my sister had to had to tell me to lower down my voice, <laughs> and and I was so amazed. I was so amazed. I they their their videos always amazed me, but that collab just amazed me so much because uh they were two of my most they were two of my inspire in, inspirations, and uh their their music choice in that video I was like wow that was. That was nice. That's that's a nice song. That's a very nice song. So, I uh, I I searched I searched up the music video and I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's that 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 editing was so good. That the transitions are so good. Like wow. So I was like, wow, yeah. And when I joined the Dream Assembly fandom, I was like, wait, because I it was I I joined. I, no, not joined. I. I included the song in my playlist, in my private playlist in Spotify, and I was, and one day it came in, into my playlist. My uh, it was, it was randomized. I forgot what the word was, but it was randomized, and I was like, wait, this fits. This fits in the current lore. So I was like, yeah, sure. I I I can make an animatic out of this. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess that's. The rundown as to why I made villains. I just, I just find, I just find in any songs nice, I guess. Okay, all right, cool. So the uh, obviously the song "Villains" is the song that uh, boned and the other person you mentioned. I'm forgetting their names. Zenyatta, Zenyatta. Yeah, Zenyatta. So that's the song that they use in their collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, what made you think that would work well for the Dream SMP? Uh, actually, I, I <laughs> any sound that comes to my playlist, if it's cool sounding, I just am, I think a lot of animators do this as well. Where there's a cool song that they listen to, they just imagine they try to imagine like a music video or like uh, uh an an animatic, a storyboard, and I guess that just happened. That just happened to villains. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. I do the exact same thing. I'm not even an animator, but, like, just this morning, I was <laughs> yeah. listening to music on my way to, like, uh, to a meeting for my, for a school thing, and I was imagining, like, one of my own characters I've made, like, in a, Wow, in an original with, characters. Yeah, yeah. Imagine getting, like, an animatic, uh, from, with, uh, Island to Thyself by Miracle Musical. I love doing that. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's a nice thing. Yeah. So... Um, the the song "Villains" actually really fits the Dream SMP super well. I guess it's it's the, it's the message that means a lot more, or like the beat. The beat is good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I totally agree. Is the language that the lyrics are in? Is that like your native language? Oh no, no, <laughs> I'm Filipino. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not I'm not I'm not a K-pop fan as well. I just. <laughs> I just uh, like the song. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. I'm yeah. not a huge K-pop fan as well, but there are some there are some songs that like you know 
Yeah, they just, they're they're bangers. They are they're 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 bangers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What events in the Dream SMP did you cover with the villains AMV? Oh okay okay. So, I'm sorry. This is like one year ago, so I might forget some stuff, and I have and I might stutter. But no like, uh, I included the Lemanberg War, the original one. Uh, the Manberg elections, I guess. Yeah, 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 the Manberg elections. Uh, and November the 16th? And, yeah, I guess that's all. Because, uh, it was in the- I released the video in December, and the- Ooh, yeah, the- <laughs> the November 16th part, the one at the end, that was the- that was the last second change. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last second change. I forgot what I I'll, I'll find it here. But oh, I no, I can't find it here. I left my hard drive downstairs. Oh, that's too but bad. I'm sure it's it's another thing, but I forgot. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not a huge deal. Yeah. That's interesting though. In villains, do you have any like scenes or anything that uh you're particularly proud of or that you like a lot? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very proud of the, uh, the, the wheelchair, the wheelchair part, well, not wheelchair, is that what it's called? I forgot. The, uh, the, the chair, like, the chair part. I know what you're talking about, uh, the, like, not where the wheelchair. <laughs> Do you mean the part? <laughs> the oh. office chair. The office chair, okay, okay. You mean where Eret and, uh, Schlatt are playing chess, or when, uh, no, when no, Schlatt no, is in his the... office? Yeah, yeah, when Schlatt was in his office. Okay, okay. Because... Uh, I changed, I did the last minute change at that part. That's how long it took. Uh, because, like, I think majority of the time I was working the, I was working on the animatic, majority of it was working on that swiveling swivel chair. Really? It was very, yeah. I, I had to animate, I had to draw the chair in different angles at first. I think, I think the, the, the picture is still up in my Twitter, but, I had to animate the chair in different angles and then put shot on it. Okay, because okay. I don't know I don't know how to animate this thing, so I remembered oh yeah, Jaden animation uh animated the PewDiePie chair on that one YouTube re rewind. So I can uh reference that. And I noticed that the chair remained the same in, in the angles. So I drew the chair first and then added shot. Okay, okay. That's interesting. I never thought of that. That makes sense, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Good way to do it. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit more about, like, the kind of style you used? Oh, my, this, my art style. Uh, yeah. That's the art style that I use. Uh, it's my simplistic art style. My, my actual art style is... I, I guess you can just see it in my Twitter. <laughs> but, like, it's more... Uh, see my uh, semi-realistic, more like anime, anime style, I guess. Okay, if okay. that's anime, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. I noticed that uh, in the in the video, you use like, for the, when, when lyrics pop up on the screen, you kind of do that thing where it's like, oh, how did I describe it? It's kind of like that scrapbook thing where you take a bunch of letters from different parts, from different like places oh. and put them together. I really love that. Yeah. What gave you inspiration to do that? I guess the music video and the collab, the collab video, and the music video as well. Okay, okay. So they both used that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the collab they did the same thing but in a more stylistic uh lettering and the music video it's it uh in the music video in the chorus uh they they did the letter the lettering but not in that uh i guess i guess yeah (laughs) not in like uh what do you call this uh i forgot the word (laughs) but uh, yeah they i got inspiration from both videos i forgot the word i'm sorry that's okay um what what like uh describe it to me again sorry (laughs) i'm not sure what word Uh, i forgot the word the the lettering, the the letter the that most, no, yeah, the font, the font, that's the word. Yeah, okay. So like okay. that font, that that font was used in the video as well, if I can remember correctly. I see, I see. Yeah, I really love it. It's so like colorful. Yeah, yeah. it's and very, nice. it's very cool. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about the villains animatic animation AMV? Uh. Uh, uh, oh, oh god, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, not truly, I don't, I don't, yeah, but I remember. Uh, I was skipping classes when I made these. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, jeez. <laughs> Arodilla, you devil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Online school is, is just not for me, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's understandable. I played Minecraft during every online class I had. Oh god. And you say I'm the devil. <laughs> At least I was there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, uh I don't know, I I used I I used the animatic as like a procrastinating thing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh and these took a lot of time and I <laughs> when my mom would ask me, Hey, uh Hey, or, hey, Cobble, uh, that's just the name I'm going to use. Hey, Cobble, did you do your assignments already? I, sa- I said, yeah, yeah. You you can see I'm working on it right now, yeah. And I'm just, like, doodling. I'm just, like, drawing the, the frames. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, my... <laughs> to be fair, though, there are way worse ways to procrastinate. You made a pretty cool thing while you're procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, now I'm procrastinating by playing Valorant. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> making anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, last thing I have to ask about this one. You. It. It says it's a Dream SMP AMV. So what? Uh. What about an AMV is different from like a normal animation? Oh my God. <laughs> I got a lot of comments about it. Uh. I, okay. Here's my exclamation as to why it's an AMV. Growing up, AMV means animated music video. It's when uh, it's when animators do their own uh, their do their own twists on a music video on a mus- in a, on a song, and I didn't know it changed over time. I didn't know it changed into an anime music video. So a lot of people were asking <laughs> me, "This is not an anime music video." It I didn't know it's an anime music video now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't think- I, I mean, like, I think people just use it as anime music video now, but I think animated music video was what it originally means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, alongside AMV, it was PMV, too. Like, picture animated video. It's like when- it's like, uh, it's like, 
the characters and the lyrics are on the same screen. But that wasn't what I was doing. So I just said, oh, you know, envy. I guess that's that's a good term for it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I noticed that Eric commented on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did that feel? Yeah, that... I, I, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think... Eric already reacted on another one. Oh yeah, the elections. Uh, I was, mm-hmm. I was still very, I was still very wow, wow, uh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I, I was, I was still surprised. Yeah, I, I was just wow. <laughs> this, yeah, I didn't expect cool. it to blow up this big. Yeah, how do you feel about like it's uh, it's incredible success? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess it's just there. I don't know. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I think the first uh, exposure of my content on CCs were when someone donated, uh, why did I say dono? Someone donated uh, mon- like a lot of money to the media share, to media share uh, the elections on Tubble's stream. And I was washing the dishes at this time. <laughs> I was washing the dishes at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching the the stream at the same time, and I was like, "Wait, wait, that song, that song is so familiar." And I looked at the screen; it was my animatic. I was crying. I was I was legit crying. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is crazy. What an incredible feeling. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 it, I don't know. These feelings are so. Cool. It's so cool, but it's also overwhelming. When it, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, right. Super neat. Uh, wait, I'll I'll drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Yes, drink water. And if you're listening at home, you make sure you drink some water too. Hydrate yourself. Hydrate is good. Yes, hydration is good. Um. And if you ready. don't drink water, your pee will smell bad. Yes, exactly. We want clear pee here. All right. If you if you can. If you can't That's see through true. your pee perfectly, you're you're not doing it right. That's bad. That's bad. Exactly. Exactly. I'm actually wrong. If your pee is clear, that means you're overhydrated. But that's better than being underhydrated. Wait, really? Yes, actually. Really? Yeah. Believe I it or not. <laughs> but um, it's not. It's way better than being underhydrated. Because when you're underhydrated, your body can keep gr- getting rid of water. You know, that's easy. But it can't keep yeah. getting water like to it itself. You have to do that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you learn a lot of things in this channel. Subscribe right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You heard it, you heard it. Aro Dilla says to subscribe. Do it right now, do it right now. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, sub- like follow or leave a rating or whatever it is you do on those platforms. I don't know. <laughs> and if you're watching on Google Podcasts, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. So. Amazing segue. <laughs> amazing amazing segue for sure so more about uh more about the elections tell me a little bit about that just real quick that took a lot when if you look at it it's four it's almost at four minutes at the four minute mark mm-hmm. i i was struggling i was very I, I was very much struggling on this one i guess yeah that's that's all i guess oh uh-huh. uh, also when uh <laughs> When it appeared on Tubbo's stream, a lot of people said, Saddest? Saddest? Saddest uploaded a new video? And I was like, <laughs> no, that's not Saddest, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was said, I guess that carried on over as I grew, as, uh, as time progresses. And it 
I guess it took a toll on me, but not really. Like, Sadis is, a, is um, one of my inspirations as well. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, so, I, I, I like her content. <laughs> so, I must I imagine it would have been kind of, uh, kind of painful to just have people look at your thing and immediately think it was someone else's, huh? I guess, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I should take it as a compliment because, like, Sadis is very good and being compared to her is very cool but like i don't know i i I'm, it's my content <laughs> right i guess right. It, it looks like but i don't know it, it looks different so much different no i completely agree honestly i'm surprised they said it was saddest it, like it's just a completely different art style yeah it's a very different art style i guess it's because of the coloring maybe it's because of the coloring because i took inspiration from her on maybe, the maybe. color yeah okay fair enough uh, okay, last animatic I wanna I wanna ask you about actually your most recent one, hot the hot milk meme. Um, <laughs> I just uh, okay. I have two questions about this one. <laughs> First, can you tell us real quick like what a what an animation meme is? <laughs> all right, all right. The anim and then <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> an animation. <laughs> an animation meme is uh, it's an animation. It's okay. It's not, it's a different thing as an as a meme. A meme is like a funny thing. Yeah, it's it's a very common thing. But animation meme is uh, it's when animators uh do uh, animate their own OCs or like another character on the same template as the original animation meme. So like. Hot milk meme. It's uh the original one is uh bopping and then like something happens on the beat on the bass drop and like a lot of uh another animator will do the same thing but with another character. So yeah, that's what an animation meme is. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So one last <laughs> question I have to ask about the uh the hot milk <laughs> meme. Um, why did you make this? <laughs> Okay, okay. What horrible demonic spirit possessed you to create such a thing? I don't know. I don't know. It just came to me one like one afternoon at six p.m. I was supposed to do my wait no not supposed to do my homework. I there were no classes. I was just bored, I guess. And uh, and uh, Omni Man, the Omni Man meme keeps on going on my timeline on Twitter. So I was like. Yeah, I think this is this is a dream thing to do with his big ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a huge it's a huge dream in uh dream team dream team Twitter. How dream always has a huge ass, I guess. <laughs> okay, that's wonderful. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. No, I, I love am it. So I love sorry. it. It is so funny. I was actually before the podcast. I was watching like all of your animatics uh, to to research. I say in quotes, and uh, my roommate was in the room, and like I'm watching this on my oh, computer no. screen. You know, my big computer screen. <laughs> I just like that started playing. I, I like opened that one having no idea what it was, and he looks at, and uh, he was like looking for a second. He glances over, and I just look at him, 
What 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 did you say? What did you say? Neither of us said anything, which I think is probably the worst <laughs> possible outcome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the worst outcome then. <laughs> I did start laughing though, so it's probably okay. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> These dream stands are wild. <laughs> regretting it now <laughs> no 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 this is the best thing on your channel no, no trust me trust me this is a work of art belongs in a museum absolutely <laughs> should have made should have made the entire interview about that one honestly i don't really know i don't know what i'm doing here i don't know villains i don't know the elections hot milk meme <laughs> so your magnum opus. what is your thought process while making hot milk memes? <laughs> What was the story you were trying to tell with hot milk? What were your what were the themes and symbolism? What's the hidden what is the hidden message? <laughs> what inspired you to make such an incredible form of art? Ah uh, uh, yes, Sean, yes, Sean. I just thought that uh big butts are very underrated. <laughs> you just actually very overrated. Very overrated. <laughs> you just like big butts and you cannot lie, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, alright, to wrap this up, uh, Arodilla, do you have any advice for the other artists and general content creators at home who might be listening to this? Alright, you said me, you told me to uh, ready this up. I, I put it in a sticky note. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> perfect, perfect. I think I crossed it accidentally. Oh no, I opened a lot of sticky notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a lot of sticky notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, it's it's here now. Do your schoolworks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I okay. I I'm going to read this word for word. I don't care at this point. <laughs> I know it's hard being a content creator and a student at the same time, but I promise, do your schoolworks first, and then you're free to do anything you like without any stress afterwards. Mm -hmm. Also, experiment with your art. Get out of your comfort zone and also have fun. I guess that's all. <laughs> okay, awesome. Very good advice. Yeah. Do your school. <laughs> Very good idea. I, I bet a lot of you listening to this are not. I know school just started, but yes, yeah, yeah, animating yeah. dreams, hot, uh, sexy, big ass like is very important, but so is like calculus. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Algebra. Do your earth, uh, do your earth science homework. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Arodilla. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you also for inviting me. Yeah. I hope you I hope the viewers and your day is nice. Welcome to Create Stuff, Ambleros Moon. Do I say <laughs> <laughs> That would work, yeah. This is this is the time. Uh, hello I am here. <laughs> I'm here I yes, I'm here. Hello. Okay, good to have you. <laughs> it's um, good to be here. All right. So, Ambrose, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I make I make animatics and ship posts sometimes on my YouTube channel that are just like mostly Dream SMP or any other fandoms that I'm in. Okay. okay. Mostly, yeah. So, how did you get into making animations? I got really into making animations when I was in middle school because I in elementary school I was like watching YouTube all the time 
and there was these there was these content creators that were like making like vi like animatics and animations and i was actually in like um either like a my little pony fandom and and uh, the their minecraft youtuber fandom back then and they always made like animations and animatics i was like wow i want to do that and then i started creating more when i had like the things i had and then it just continued and continued till like now mm -hmm. okay okay so, on your channel, uh, one thing I've kind of noticed is a little bit more uh, unique than most of the other people I've interviewed or that I've seen in general, honestly, is that uh, you started about a year ago and you already have 60 animatics and you upload multiple, like, every month, even multiple a week sometimes? Yeah! <laughs> Why? Because my brain wants to have things in the drawing and then it happened. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> no, um, I listen to a lot of music, and then I also watch the stream sometimes, since they, like, they do at least some lore every month, right, and whenever I listen to music or the lore streams, I get really inspired to do, like, an animatic, or, like, a shit post from it, because, um, I, I like, because my brain likes to imagine, like, a full-scale storyboard right there and there, with the music happening, I'm just like, yeah, this goes with that, and this goes with that, and it, it would look so cool if it was like that, and that's why there's so there's so many videos. There's there's so many videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little bit insane. I'm not gonna lie, like an insane amount of <laughs> production coming out. How long does it take you to make one usually? Uh, for like a shit post, that's like a few seconds. I think it only takes like at least two hours. Okay, okay. I think. And then for like animatics that are at least like very like at least like one minute. I think they would at least take um two to three days, at least. Okay. Okay. And then a, yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> I usually I think I honestly think it was like it's actually a small amount of time because I get distracted a lot, but Damn, um. Yeah, I because like I feel like I could be drawing every single hour, and I could get the um the animatics like finished really early if I wanted to. I just get very distracted by like other things. Mm -hmm. Um, the last animatic that I actually took no breaks on and actually focused on making it was actually um I think it was, I think it I think it was when Wilbur was like blowing up Lamanberg. He was blowing up Lamanberg yeah. and everything. Yeah, and yeah, it's like I think it's like. Yeah, it was, like, like 11 months ago, I think. I don't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been a long time. But I, th I think it's, like, four to five minutes. And I, I it took me, like, at least five days or six days to make all of that. Okay. And which, uh... Oh, is that Wilbur's Unfinished uh, Symphony? Yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, let me yeah, ask a... Let me ask a similar question then. Actually, it's not a similar question. I don't know why I said that. Let me ask another question then. Which of these, uh, right. which of your animatics are you like most proud of? That's a very hard question to answer. But <laughs> I, no, because like I, I love all the animatics that I made because it shows that I, I prog, like I progress. I, because like um, my um, my earlier animatics are very like, to me, to me, because. They, the, um, they're drawn very messily, and then from now, I think I've gotten better at drawing, like, a cleaner, like, clean, cl like, cleaner line art and things, so I can't choose which one's my favorite, because I love all of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's completely understandable. I get that. Yeah. If you, okay, but if you had to choose right now, like if I put a gun to your head and you had to choose. Okay, okay. You could say uh, multiple. You could say multiple. I could say multiple. Oh, all right. Um, I think the ones that I like was like the the clever cookie one because it had animation in there a little bit in the beginning. Okay. Right? Because because mm -hmm. it had like anime it took me so long to make the, the thing going by. I had to look at like animation references to see how to like do like the the fade in thing. I don't know what it's called, but it just you'll see what you see, you know. Mm-hmm. I get you, I get you. I'm actually looking at clever cookie yeah. right now. Thank you. That was Thank pretty you. cool. What uh on clever know, cookie. Right? What um what was like your goal with the colors there? My goal was, I just thought it looked cool. I wanted to, I just wanted to look cool. And I was like, <laughs> what if I made a little bit of symbolism in there too? Because like, I don't even know what the symbolism was. I thought, I just associated um, Wilbur with like red or like red more. And then Quackity was blue. And I just was like, yeah, I'm going to put that in. And I just, I shoved it in there. I was like, yeah, this works. This all works. Okay, fair enough. I can honestly see the association. Yeah. It's one of my favorites because of the animation. Yeah, that's really cool. Have you considered doing more like animation focused stuff rather than uh, animatics? Oh, I wish, but um, the last time I did animation, like a real, like very long animation, it's not my main channel because I actually deleted my channel before in middle school. Like, no, not middle school, in like high school, and then I just deleted channel, and now it's back. I actually, I actually had this channel three, like two or three years ago, I think. And I only had like th I only had like three thousand subscribers, and then I deleted it because I got scared of Kappa. Kappa, sorry. Uh, yeah, Kappa at that time. Like, I don't know why my why well, yeah I don't know why my mind is blanking right now. But can you remind me what that is? Uh, I think if I remember, cause, yeah, because I genuinely it's been a while since I heard about Kappa. But Kappa was basically like, it was like a kid takeover. They were like, if your content is not for kids. And we deemed it as for kids. We're gonna fine you a thousand dollars. And I'm just like, oh gosh. Oh, uh -oh. Yeah. you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I and I was. That. Yeah, and I was terrified because I because they were putting anime like you know how they put like kid like animation like animation as like a kid category because it's animation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And my stuff, I don't think it was like my stuff was tame, but still, it was not for kids. Right? So I was just like, I do not want to be fined. I do not want to pay money. I want to just exist. And then I just deleted my channel at that time. Uh, and then now, yeah. Now it's back. Now it's back. It's been, I, had the I had this channel for a year, but it was actually, it was actually like a channel three, two to three years ago, but now it's back, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. That's understandable. That is like super scary. Is that still something that like you have to worry about? Um, I don't think so anymore. Like, I think it's calmed down after that. Okay, okay, that's good. I still, I still, I still don't like how they made it so kid color with everything, and now I can't even look at the comments anymore on the videos whenever I'm watching a cartoon. Ugh. Oh, that is the worst, man. So annoying. It is. I, I just want to see what people's reactions are to just this one scene that I want to see, even though I watched it and formed my own opinion anyways. No, I totally get that. It is it is so frustrating. YouTube, like... It is. Ugh, YouTube sucks, man. It's the worst. It really does. 
But um, anyways, back on topic. I completely got sidetracked. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. So, uh, um, wait. So why did you why why aren't you doing animations? Yeah, I, I completely got I got sidetracked so hard. Oh, because it takes so long. It takes so long to animate. Because the last animation I've done, right, was like I think I think it was like 160 frames, right? I think it was 160 frames. It was only for like 10 seconds, and that pissed me off so hard. So I just stopped animation. I completely stopped animation. I was like, no, you know what? Not for me. I just stopped. I, I, no more. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For most of like your more serious uh, animatics, like um, the non-shippos ones, I guess. Yeah. Especially like the ones that have songs associated with them. Is that more like you hear the song and then you want to do something with the song involving the Dream SMP or the other way around? It's, I think it's like both because whenever I hear a song, I just hear it for the song and then it slowly goes into how can I connect both of these? And then it connects and then I make it sometimes and then sometimes it's like another way like I just I just like I know the song already but then I, I know the song already but I really want to make an animatic with the, um, with like the fandom that I want to put in and I'm just like yeah that's it that's the ticket and my god it's it's created so many so many unfinished projects <laughs> okay okay interesting though um why do you focus on the dream SMP so much I don't know my brain was like happy juice and then now I just <laughs> it's still the dream SMP the entire time <laughs> I don't know it's just like when you have like a very strong interest in something, you just want to keep making content for it. And since like the Dream SMP like offers a lot of like different, like a lot of different variations. Like there's like sometimes there's like a horror aspect or like a psychological aspect. There's just, like so many different things happening in there, and it just keeps mm -hmm. me hooked. You know, especially yeah, yeah. with the character dynamics. Yeah. Okay, that's actually really cool. That's true. I do love that part of it. Uh, they all like they all interact so well. They mm -hmm. all interact so well with each other, and I'm just like, yes, this is this is powerful. And I just make I just keep making more animatics for them. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Do you have any like particular scenes or anything like that in any of your animatics that like you're really happy with, or anything Ooh, you'd want to talk more about or expand upon? That's very hard because that um, is a difficult question. I know. It is very difficult because um, I like to put I like to put like um, little details in like in like most of my animatics. A lot of my lore animatics too, right? Because I I either put like a little like how their body language is or how they're reacting with it. Like if they're like in the background, they're reacting to it too, right? Or it's just a little lore detail, like like oh they have like the rings on their horns like uh tobo and rambu's characters i put rings on their horns right mm -hmm. to signify like oh yeah they're married and everything right and i also i also put a little detail that for like as my own head because i also put my head cannons in here myself right because mm -hmm. it's it's my, it's my drawing i can do whatever i want but uh <laughs> it's my liberty it's, it's my own decisions in what design I give them, and I put I put like a chipped horn for Tubbo because, 
because he went he he went through like like uh everybody did not like Schlatt, right? And he right. had and I wanted to have he had like the horns like shot too, so he wanted to like he tried to cut off one of his horns because of it. Ooh. Towards the end of his presidency, yeah, I put that I because like um because I I back then I like this because I like to put it giving characters like different designs every single animatic, like they never had the same design. Sometimes they will, sometimes they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it keeps it more exciting for me because I don't want to get bored of drawing the same old design for the Dream S and P character to like. They, you can interpret their character, their, like, designs all the time in different ways. So I'm like, yes! Potential! And I, and it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. So no, no, like, no character has the same design as always. Like, Ranboo. I give him, like, ten different designs all the time. Or, like, anybody. Like, Quackity sometimes has, like, his overalls. And then sometimes Quackity has, like, a jacket on. It's just, like, it's a variation. It's very fun. You know, really so cool. it's very, yeah, so it's hard to, like, specify which ones are, like, which scenes I really want to talk upon, because all of them have small little details, small body languages that say a lot of things, expressions, mm-hmm. you, think you know, you so it's just, hard. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Do you think you could actually just keep talking about your character designs? Because that's really interesting to me. Really? Yeah, I think that's a really unique aspect of, like, the animatics that you do, like, a different design every time. That is super cool. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's so fun. Like, I get to, because I have, like, I have, like, um, I have a secret Pinterest board, right? I have a secret Pinterest board. Nobody knows about it, right? It's very secret. <laughs> secret info. No go. one knows. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But, um, it has, like, I put, I have, like, an entire fashion pin, right? And... I like using it a lot. I like using it a lot because I get to see like what kinds of designs I can give different Dream SMP characters because I like to keep it different. Like I really like to keep it different because I like to have fun with it. And then like sometimes people can go in and be like, and then go in like, oh, that's still the same character. You know, it's so fun to like put designs on the characters, but it's still recognizable because you still understand who that is, what the design is. You know, it's it's so. It's delicious. It's it's so fun. It's yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I really love that. That's like really cool to me. And like you don't yeah. just change the clothing. You also change like their actual physical attributes, right? Yeah, I sometimes change the <laughs> the yeah. Mostly with like I think I do this the most with like Dream too, right? Because I haven't drawn Dream in a while, but um, I haven't drawn Dream in a while, but most of most of it's like for my headcanon for him, like, most of the time he has, like, long hair, or maybe he has short hair, maybe he has a bun, sometimes he has, like, a braid in his hair, or maybe it's just, like, it's, like, a different type of, like, even clothing, too, I give him different type of clothing, like, sometimes it's, like, a short jacket, or sometimes it's a full jacket, or maybe it's just, like, it's different, or maybe he's just an entire orb, you know? (laughs) Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Could you actually tell me more about the design of, like, of some of your other characters you haven't already talked about? Because this is very, very interesting to me. Yeah, okay. Because, um, like, the most people I've drawn, right, is at least um, Tommy, Tobo, Ranbu, Dream. Oh, Technoblade! Technoblade! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot! Um, 
hit designs. It's very confusing for me because I'm trying. I still. It's very confusing to me sometimes because I'm still trying to find like any clothing that would suit him. But um, hairstyle wise, hairstyle wise, it's it's still relatively long. But sometimes I give him a braid, or sometimes I give him like a ponytail, and the crown is sometimes like. I think the crown stays like big. I think the crown. I think that's the only thing that stays at least the same as of right now. It stays the big. Like it stays big on his head because you know it's it's his character trait. But um, he has like braided hair sometimes, very long braided hair, or just ponytail, or very just long hair, or he has like a different like like a like a bend in his hair in the front. Right. He still keeps like. He still keeps like the I think he still keeps like the facial features that I gave him the facial features but um that's all uh, I'm still I'm actually learning how to try to draw him as a pig this time for like a little bit of spice for the next animatics I'm making Okay okay that's super cool Yeet All right I I really like that that is like that's a I think that's honestly um from who I've from who I've seen in the past, I think that's genuinely like just such a such a unique thing to do. Like have a completely different character design each time. It seems like most people usually stick to just one, but like you're changing a person's whole species in one of them. That that's like that's really neat to me. Yeah, it's so it's so fun. It just keeps it more like fun, you know. It's just something different every video. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, one that I want to ask about that I just thought of. Um. Bad Boy Halo and Skeppy's design, especially in the like, it's just a stupid egg, Skeppy and. Oh, that one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. And then, like, how much it changes in, um... The, the We Don't Have Children. <laughs> or, that's, uh, that's going backwards, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know, what I, I know what you mean. It's, cause... Um, when We Don't Have Children, I just wanted to have, like, a simple design. Cause I was, like, I want, cause, like, I didn't know how to draw Bad Boy Halo as of that, that time. Right? Cause I was, tra- I was trying out different designs for him. And when the lore stream broke out about like Bad Boy Halo and Skeppy, I was like, I was like, yes, I can do something with this. So, um, he, they said that he was like, he was like nine feet tall, and I was like, nine feet tall, I can work with this because I, because like there's some animatics that show him as a, like the same height as Skeppy, but I was like, no, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this more wilder because. When I when this the video got out, everybody was just talking about why is Bad Boy Halo so tall? Why is Skippy so tiny? Why is Skippy so tiny? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, looking at the no. exact same thing. It looks like Skeppy's like a little like a little figurine on the ground. <laughs> He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very though. tiny like boy. It. Yeah, because we don't. You know, he never specified what he like. In the animatic, he's like he's still the same height as maybe like he's like in real life, I guess. But uh, I've honestly maybe would have made him tinier, but I don't think I don't <laughs> think people would be able to see him <laughs> because there's this running joke. There's this running joke that he's like two feet tall and he's just like he's the size of a diamond, right? A diamond block. So he's like two feet tall. <laughs> oh. It, I don't think it would have fit in the an, it, I don't think it would have fit in the animatic because that it, I mean it could have because he gets thrown off into like lava. It would have been so much easier for him to get in, but I was like, no, I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep it like that before anybody says anything about it. Um, 
but um a little detail a little detail in there that i actually want people to notice but i haven't seen anyone say anything about it right because it's been like four months i it's been a while since i checked on that video <laughs> but um uh, bad boy halo i think i re if i remember when i was designing him i wanted to i wanted him to have like have like different horns that happen right because Give me a second, give me a second. I'm trying to go back into the video because it's been a while since I've seen it. Dude, shoot, now that you mentioned that, that makes complete sense. I like, I didn't even register that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Because like... Yeah. Like at, at like 120 when he gets mad, like his horns just completely change. Yeah, because I was like, cause, oh my god, that was, the, that was like the coolest thing I've designed in there, but um... Another cool, another cool like detail I put in there, because like when he gets really big and like super angry, he starts growing like two sets of horns, right? Mm -hmm. And also, um, the white, the I put, I put like white, like if you see, you can see that he has like some white outline sometimes in the animatic, right? He sometimes has like like white outlines in his horns when he gets angry. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm actually like, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cool so, looking. yeah. So I read. I wanted to make him like show his like, emotions more, but like a little more subtly. So when he's like, he's still being controlled by the egg, right? During this entire animatic, he's get, he's still like under the control of the egg a little bit, but he's talking to Skeppy, and he's like, he's like, man, I don't think the egg's good for you, dude. And Skeppy's like, no, no, fine. Skeppy's like, and Bad Boy Hill's like, no, 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 no. And so. The white represents like the control that the the egg still kind of has on him, but the red is like the slight changes to red is him like having like his like own self back because he's still thinking about the so he still cares a lot about Skeppy. So his horns start turning like a lot more red because that's like his authentic self. That's him. That's him. You know, the white is the egg, and then the red is like him feeling the emotion there, right? Uh huh. Huh. That is a really cool detail. I love that. I didn't notice that at yeah, first. Yeah, I. Yeah, I wish people noticed it more because I was so proud of that. I was so smug about it. I'm like, yeah. It, it's <laughs> like when you get when you put like a little detail in like the in like booklet. You know how you go to an English class and you're like, the curtain was blue. Why was it blue? It it's it's just it was that feeling. It just felt like that feeling. <laughs> yeah, man. It's awesome. I love that. Have you have any? Have you done something like that in any of your other animatics? Because that's like especially um, what I want to talk about in this episode, actually. Oh shit! Um, I I think I've kind of done things like that with Dream too, right? In one of the other animatics, I cannot remember which animatics it was, but I think it was like in Dream's reappearance. I think in Dream's reappearance, but I don't think that's an entire like detail, a detail like as like subtly detailed, like because um. When I was doing for Dream for Dream's reappearance, I wanted to give him like an like I think this is the first time I drew him like with an orb head because I was like this this seems cool this seems cool I'm gonna put it in, and he just has the orb the orb as like um like he's like talking coldly he's not he's distant with everybody he's like talking from like like he's a cold person in that scene but then he gets super angry so he starts to become more human, right and he starts like. 
he starts threatening Tommy and uh, Technoblade in that animatic. And I, I, I kept the eye design because that was the coolest shit that I put in his eye. Because mm-hmm. it's just like the little blob and shit and then the little pupil in the middle of it. I thought that was cool. I thought that was oh. very cool. That is um, awesome. Looking at it right now. It's very, it's, I, I, I still kept it. And um, if you go onto my Twitter, I actually have an entire explanation about um, how Dream was. Because I never actually drew Dream before, like, this, his entire, like, his entire child manipulation arc. But, um, <laughs> but... Uh, he used to have normal orb eyes. Like, he, he didn't have an entire blob um, pupil eye. He used to have just, like, a circle and then the pupil in there. That's when he was normal. But I like I had canon that maybe he's, like, he got a little bit of the influence from the Dreamin' because there was, like, a Dreamin' arc before. There was, like, a Dreamin' arc. It, I thought, I think, I don't know if it was canon or not, but um, I'd like to think it was canon. But Dream got, like, fucked up by, like, a Dreamin' or something. And Fundy and Tobo were, like, uh, oh no, and his, his dream was fine after, but I like to think that maybe he had some influence from the dream in, and now, in like, he has like a blob now more than a circle, you know? And, okay, okay. uh, there's another thing in there, there's another thing. I made him a blob because, because he's, he's actually more stronger in his blob form more. He's more stronger in his blob form more than his human form and the and the little detail I wanted to put in there was that he is more he's more cold he doesn't he's not as human because he doesn't feel human as a blob form he's strong he's distant he's cold and then when he becomes human he becomes more vulnerable he becomes like he, he gets angry he gets mad he can feel sad everything you know so he's more vulnerable like that and I actually have like a different dynamic with him in Technoblade Right, I have a different dynamic. There's like a different dynamic where Technoblade is like, Technoblade still has a strong. He's still strong. He's still like as strong as in human form. He's more stronger in his animal form, but his like, he can go back and forth in animal form, but he can stay in human form. But in my in my like head cannon, he gets more animal animal like when he gets more vulnerable, when he gets more like scared, like a sca- like a scared animal, you know. So he just becomes more animal when he gets scared sometimes, you know, a little bit frightened, a little bit, like, a little bit of a wild situation, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I see what you're saying. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Dream having, like, so many different, like, designs for different situations, that is super neat. Something I never would have It's thought. very fun. It's yeah. very fun. It's super cool. Anything else like that in your animatics? Um, hmm. I... Wait, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Wait, um, I have this slight headcanon for Ranbu a little bit. Because I think I only have three characters that I have a little bit of a change within character sometimes. Like a two-change character. That's still the same character. It's just a little bit different, like, circumstances, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I like to think it is. Um, Ranbu, I'd like to think that... Um, give me a second. Oof. Ah. <laughs> um... Ranbu, Ranbu has like Enderwalk, right? And everybody's everybody's been saying that. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of animatics about uh, Enderwalk Ranbu being like evil, scary. He's more like Endermanish when he is. I'm just thinking here, like, what can I do? That's the opposite of that because I'm so cranky. But uh, <laughs> but um, 
He, he, Anderwalk Ranbu in my head canon, which is going to be a little bit more evident through some of the drawings that I want to do for him, is that uh, Enderwalk Ranbu is more fancier. He's more calculated. And for what Ranbu has said early in, like, about his lore, his character lore, Enderwalk Ranbu remembers everything. So that means Enderwalk Ranbu is more calculated and everything. You know, he's more, like, intelligent. So I thought it'd be funny if I made Ranbu when he's not in his underwalk mode, more cozy, more like he wears stuff that are cozy, warm. He looks like a cuddly, a cuddly character, right? Like you like you would go talk to him if you wanted to, or like, you know, grab a, like a cup of coffee with him, you know? And Underwalk Rambu is like this fancy, this fancy man. You like he's like he's like a CEO. He's a rich man. You he's like he's a scientist and everything. He's super smart and everything. But um Every, and he and like there's other animatics that are like depicting him like hurting Michael or Tubbo and I'm just like no he wouldn't because there's a, there's this like this one um scene there's this one scene if I remember like in the live stream where uh Rambu was there when um Tommy and Tubbo got like got fucked up by Dream and they went down to the fucking vault and there was like the two discs and they were like what the fuck man and then there's an entire hallway of shit and then the Skeppy, the Skeppy cell was something else. That was weird. That was a weird thing that happened there. But I don't know if I should be concerned about it. But uh, <laughs> but it was so funny when I saw that. God, <laughs> they were so confused when they got there. The they were Skeppy like a Skeppy cell. <laughs> there was a Skeppy cell. Oh, there was oh. a Skeppy cell. Oh my gosh, that was weird. <laughs> I remember that now. Was that was so like such funny. a shocking thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so funny. And everybody got confused too. Oh my god, that was that was specifically for Bad Boy Halo. But um, there was sidetrack. I'm getting sidetracked. Rambo was there during like the entire like um, everybody was there like to, to like they're like, hey, Dream, we know what you did and everything. And Rambo was there. And I if I heard earlier, um, Rambo was actually during in his like sleepwalk, Enderwalk, right? And so that means that um, Rambo does care about Michael and Tubbo a lot so I don't think of Enderwalk uh Ranbu as like evil he would do any he, he like evil or like terrible to like terrible to like Michael or Tub like Michael or Tubbo no he's just he's just more calculated more smart he just remembers everything and it's like has different like he wants to do like different like uh what can I say he because he did he did break he did explode the community house. We all know that he exploded the community house, and then he did explode the prison. So he must have had some ulterior motives that we don't know about. So he's calculated and smart, and has different motives that are not the same as character Rambu, like right, Rambu right. when he's not Enderwalking. Rambu, he just wants to remember like what Enderwalk Rambu wants to remember. And then there's experiments too, but we don't know because there hasn't been a lore stream for Rambu in a while, so we don't know. <laughs> That's cool. I like that a lot. That is a yeah. really unique interpretation of Underwalk Rambo. It was also an excuse to draw him in fancy clothing. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I do like yeah. how he looks in fancy clothing. It is very, very nice. I was actually going to He's ask very you about dapper. that. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, I noticed you use color in some of your animatics, like a lot, and not as much in others. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um... There's a completely perfect explanation for that. <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> That's no, okay, look. <laughs> no, it's just 
it's just it's part of like laziness part like i do want to put color in there and there's another part where i i i don't really feel like putting color to it i'm just going to make it blank and i'm going to run with it because there's some animatics that i actually oof, there's some animatics that i actually like wanted to like shade but i thought i was like no i don't i don't feel like shading it so i was like nah you know what? i'm gonna throw it in there so it's more of like whatever my brain feels like coloring or not or shading mm-hmm. understandable honestly yeah. Uh, also, want to say real quick, I love that uh, in Rambo causing a stirship post, he has red, <laughs> so- red and green socks. Yeah, I, so it, I, I love. I I wish I had socks like those. Honestly, <laughs> they're cool socks, man. They are very cool socks. Such a good dude. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, like in any of your animatics, any little details or anything like that that you would uh, like to expand upon? Maybe tell people. Anything else like uh like in the Bad Boy Halo animatic that people might not have noticed? Um I think I already said everything about the Bad Boy Halo uh, animatic. Um Right. Also like animatic other that I like, like that. Yeah, the Tobo Farewell one. I think people have actually caught on to most of the things I was putting in there, right? Because um because I wanted to I wanted to make Tobo very like very strong because other because like i'm sorry other and other animatics were like absolutely beautiful i love the animatics right but um i saw tobo as a character that doesn't he's very like he's not a very like in the emotion person like i wanted to demonstrate how different tommy and tobo are tobo is a more like logic type person and tommy is a more emotional person so i made i made um I made Tobo like not cry at all during the entire thing. I just wanted to make him look very tired, very like he's already accepting whatever the fuck's going on. You know, he's about to die, but he's just like you know, like you know, life goes on and shit. You know, I have I made I put him like tired bags. He's he's put, about like, to die, but life goes on and shit. Yeah, life goes on. <laughs> yeah, because he was basically saying that. Like, Tommy, Tommy, life will go on, man. Don't worry, it's all good. I'm gonna die, but you know, it is what it is. You know, as any, any, yeah, yeah, just as any sixteen-year-old boy would do in (laughs) in a death situation. Yep, let's go. (laughs) But, um, God, but I I really like drawing Tobo during this one because um, I really I really like demonstrating the difference between Tobo and Tommy because I because Tommy is a very emotional person. And Tobo's trying his best to be strong, cause um, cause he had to go be a spy for Schlei, his enti- the entire presidency, and then he had to rebuild an entire country by himself with uh, the help of other people. But the other pe- the other like Crackety, Fundy, or like Min- I can't remember if there was another person, but uh, <laughs> but uh, they also kind of manipulated him too, you know, cause like he 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 was just trying his best as a president. Um, so he went through all this shit, so, and he couldn't really be in his emotion, he had to keep thinking of logic the entire time, he had to make logic-based decisions, because he, he didn't have time to dwell in his emotion, so in the animatic, I really wanted to show that he is trying to act strong for Tommy, there's, like, some instances where he, uh, where he folds, like, his hand behind his back, right, but he's actually, like, shaking, Inside, because like he doesn't really actually want to die, but he doesn't want to make Tommy like feel like it's his fault. Like there's sometimes that he looks like it, it like 
he is shaking he's like he's putting like he's not um he's right he's like closed off he's like putting his hand his arms inside himself he's he puts his hand behind his back he's like uh it's just more closed movements while tommy is like more open you can see that he's like hand like hand gestures and everything or he's like grabbing onto tubbo and everything you know more he's clingy uh <laughs> Just more, like, just subtle differences. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Really showing, like, the psychology of the characters through how they move. That is super neat. Yeah, it's very fun because I I, I dove into, like, I really look into their characters a lot uh, most of the time. I'm I'm a, because, like, I want to understand what their motives are, right? Because I'm like, why would they do this? How are they like? What, how would they, would they react in that type of situation, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Like, what's another animatic that I put into into play there? Um. The I think the Wilbur Filza one is one is one where uh, cause I because re- I remember this one scene I was struggling to like how am I gonna make that look look okay like not because like Filza laughed in like the in the middle of the lore he was he started laughing <laughs> laughing a little. He was laughing a little. I was like, "Oh, no, what? How am I gonna? How am I gonna? How am I gonna put that in?" And uh, I, I think I was able to put it in more like as like, Phil's are trying to reassure his kid because that's his kid. He really cares about his kid. He's not like he's he, he's kind of a bad dad in the Dream SMP um, lore. It's very it's very well, but um, I wanted to make him look like he's a he's trying to reassure his kid. He's trying to be like it's it's gonna be okay. I don't know what the hell you've been doing and your weird role play presidency shit. I don't know what kind of letters you've been. I don't know why you fucked the fish, um, but uh, but because he just he's just seeing his kid have like a mental breakdown, right? And you're just like, he feels feels like it's just like uh, what what am I gonna do? So I wanted to make him seem like he, he's like more reassuring his kid, and then um, it just seems like if, if like a father and a son talking, and he's having a mental breakdown. You know, it's just more of like a father dynamic, not more like Phil's gets angry at him and everything. Phil's is more like, oh, you know, it's gonna be okay, all right? It's fine. Just just get away from the button. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, okay, that's cool. I like that a lot. Which animatic is that? Uh, the Wilbur's Unfinished Symphony one. Oh, okay, okay. I like that. It's super cool. Okay. Let me just ask you this, son. Do you have any advice right. for other artists or content creators out there who are looking to make their own stuff? Have fun and remember to not stress yourself out when you're making content. Never... Give me a sec. Never, like care about the views too much or if like nobody's watching it because because i even struggle sometimes because i'm like who's gonna even watch this sometimes or like is it is this video even worth making if nobody's gonna watch it no as long as you're having fun it all matters in having fun if you're having fun with the video then yeah make it it doesn't matter who's watching or who's it's, it matters if it makes you happy you know okay cool perfect um, actually, one thing I wanted to ask, kind of relating to that, you, like, what's the amount of videos you pump out? I kind of wanted to ask, do you ever feel, like, pressured to keep getting stuff out, like, keeping stuff going in a constant stream of content? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah, it's a, it's a struggle because um because uh because I because I've always been I've always like from from like a year from like a year ago till like now I've been pumping out videos every so often and I've actually haven't had time to like draw my own stuff because I'm always making videos all the time right and since the YouTube algorithm is not it's not it has no mercy for anybody um. I'm afraid that I'm gonna like lose all the views that I have because if I'm not posting like at least like daily, like at least like weekly or like monthly, I'll lose all of the views I have. But I'm trying, I'm trying to unlearn that because genuinely I really enjoy making videos. I just don't enjoy the time constraint that I put myself on to make those videos. <laughs> I can understand that. Seems super stressful. Yeah. It is, but you know what? I think once you are able to like, under once you're able to like finally like have the mindset that you it, it matters on what you want to create. It doesn't matter who's watching as long as you're having fun. I think I think people will benefit more from that than like worrying about the views and everything because it's just numbers, honestly. Okay, well, good stuff. I mean, well, yeah, and yeah. you know, as long as like, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, you go on, you go on. Yeah, because, like, it's also, like, because I, because, like, a lot of people say that they really like my art style, and all I hope is just that, um, it's just that as long as I'm having fun and at least I'm inspiring people to, like, make animatics or, like, maybe, like, make their own stuff, I think I'm happy enough with that. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm happy to hear that. That's how it should be. Um, yeah. That actually gives me another question I want to ask real quick. What are your, what is all your, right. like, plan for your channel? Uh, my plan for my channel is to at least, um, try to, like, balance what I want, like, balance my, um, my video schedule, because, um, and, like, how many videos I make every, every week, because I have, like, 10 different projects, and I still need to finish them, <laughs> but my plan is to try to, like, still create animatics and everything, but I want to try to make other fandom animatics, too, because I've actually, I've actually been trying to see if I can actually make an Amori animatic mm -hmm. right because because i was like i heard this one song and i really wanted to make an amori animatic and i really wanted to like put a lot of effort into it because like amori is a very good game it's a very good game right agreed my plan for the channel is just still do whatever i'm doing have fun you know still make make crea um, content creations of like uh of fandoms that i'm in and just you know at least, like, at least draw too, because I've I, I've been lacking drawings on my like on my social medias, and I really want to draw again, like draw colored um, illustrations again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ambleros. It was really good. Thank you for you. having me. Yeah. Insert good intro here. Welcome to the podcast, Kowoki. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we are we, we are recording. That's the intro. That's the intro. I'm tired of trying to do these. Oh, I, okay, wait, okay. That's the there intro. You there you go. Something something transition. Hello, that, okay. Welcome to the podcast. Say hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. All right, Kowoki, Would you please tell us uh, a little bit more about what you do? Um. Basically, I. Um, I am a streamer, artist, and a YouTuber, kind of, whatever. But I like to make animatics. I like to draw. 
uh, everything I do revolves around drawing. So that's kind of the gist of what I do. Uh, for now, I'm super into Dream SMP and like half my animatics, all of them basically are Dream SMP related. What I especially wanted to talk to you about today was your Dream SMP animation, Dream SMP P PMV, I suppose I should say, Babushka. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So could you tell me just like from your own words what, uh, what Babushka is about and what it is? So um, Babushka is an animatic that specifically focuses on the character of Dream. And it's not necessarily fully canon, but... It's so it's just a bunch of headcanons thrown together and just like to make a I wouldn't say I'm a dream apologist or anything, but just to make an understanding of what his character could be like on the Dream SMP. Um it basically just follows basic it, it follows how he is as a character. I don't know. Um I don't know how to ex ex explain it other than creepy or something like that, or to do with just like ooh, trauma or ooh, manipulation. That's basically, like, the gist of the Babushka anima animation. Okay, okay. Very cool. So, what events... Actually, no. I guess you kind of... Well, actually, no. I'll ask anyways. What events do you cover yeah. in Babushka? Ooh, okay. I'm going to scroll through it just, like, slightly as well. Because <laughs> go for it, it's go been for a while. Yeah, um, yeah, no rush. So, the burning of the community house, the exile arc... What else? Um, a lot of it's to do with him and Tommy. The invitations. And then I insert like a little backstory. It's not fully canon, but it's kind of stuff that like people pick up. Like the idea that um, Bad Boy Halo was there, Sapnap was there, George was there from the beginning. Uh, actually, like the one character who wasn't there from the beginning was Captain Puffy, but I just add the added that in because I thought it was cute. Um, what else is here doomsday is here uh the burning of lamantry the discord and i think the rest of it is just focused on the final discord and how he affected people still when he was still in prison when he like eventually got in prison that's that's kind of the gist of it okay okay very cool so why did you choose a the song babushka oh okay <laughs> okay um the thing is, when it comes, uh, this is kind of leaning into like how I come up with my animatics. I choose the song first, and then after that, I think of a story to put with it. Like the song is what I based it off. Uh, Babushka specifically, the reason was because okay, fun fact. Every time I would go to school, I'd have to go uh, on this long train and everything, and I had like a really small playlist. And one day I forgot that I had my playlist on repeat and it just played Babushka over and over and over and over again. I didn't even realize it. And then that kind of song kind of got just stuck in my head. And then at that same time, I got super into the Dream SMP. And then I was just like, ooh, okay, let's just add these two together. Um, cool. And I like how it sounds. A lot, of <laughs> a lot of the songs I choose are from TikTok. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. You can find the good edit songs. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they become popular there. Like, come on, you know? True. So, I, by the way, I love the song Babushka now, and I found it through your PMV, and I could not be happy, happier. Um, Ooh. Why did you use a slowed version of it? Oh, I feel like it was creepier when it was slowed down. 
I'd say like the, the fast one has yeah it, it has like a because I've listened to Babushka slowed so many times I I when I listen to the real one like the original one it's too fast for me I like the slow vibe that it gives where it's just like ooh that's creepy especially the ending bit Right, definitely, definitely. I actually completely agree with you. When I first went to listen to like uh, Babushka on Apple Music, uh, I was like really surprised at how like different it sounded from the slowed version. I definitely mm. highly prefer the slow version too. Same. It's just so much creepier. I love I love creepy stuff. Yeah, man, it's great. It's also really cool when a song can do something like that. Yeah. So, uh, in Babushka, okay, actually, let me ask this. Why is it a PMV rather than an animatic or an animation? Uh, it, it's a PMV mainly. Uh, <laughs> so I had a few comments because I used to name every single one of my works animatics because, you know, it's the internet. You kind of just chuck it up there and like, oh, it's an animatic. But then I had people complaining in my comments that it was a PMV, not an animatic. And they seemed really pressed about it. And at first I was going to be like, no, who cares? And then... They kept commenting on the other videos after that, so I just changed it. I ended up changing it to PMV, and I guess it makes sense. You bet to their um, will. Come on, man. You actually listen to your commenters? What are you doing? <laughs> actually, on, on the topic of commenters, I tend every time someone asks a question, I have the tendency just to like completely ignore it, even if it's just innocent question. Like, oh, like, uh, is this that character or something? I, I ignore it. I don't know why. Why? Oh, your mic cut out for a second. Oh, but I don't know why. <laughs> I think is... it's because my uh, my brain just tells me that someone else is going to answer it. Because some people do that. Fair enough, fair enough. So are there any scenes in Babushka that like you're really proud of or like that you would say are your favorite out of the whole thing? I, f- I feel like, yeah, okay. I feel like this specific answer is kind of obvious because I really like that one bit that's animated. The one animated bit, uh, with Rambu? like the, yeah, with Rambu and Tommy. Oh, that's that's my favorite bit because um, I think I was because I, I streamed. Actually, I didn't stream the entire process of this, but most of it was streamed on my Twitch and everything. And at one point, I was like actually tired of the animatic. I didn't want to do it. I got I got really bored. But then I was like, let's add in a small animated bit at that last second. And when I did it, it kind of just, like, made me speed run the rest of it. As in, like, it made me want to draw again, like, the rest of this animatic. So that's my favorite bit, because it's it's on time, and you don't... Like, I tried to... Uh, after releasing Babushka, I waited, I think, a few days or something to completely erase it from my brain and rewatch it. And I was like, wait, that's a cool scene. That's a cool scene. I think it's because I also added voices in. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy you added the voices and that made it like so much like cooler and gave me like, oh my gosh, the part at the end where everybody's like, where it's everybody reacting to Tommy's death with like, mm. death, not death, <laughs> reacting to Tommy's death with uh, with like the sound of like the plate, like whatever is breaking, like the glass breaking sounds in Babushka. Oh, that sounds shivers down my spine every time I hear it. I love it. So Fun good. fact, um, I actually scared myself drawing that last panel where this mask is coming off. It was like 3 a.m. in the morning and I was drawing it. And I think I went outside and I came back and I looked at the screen and I was like, what the hell am I drawing? <laughs> nice. That it is like, scared me. Oh my gosh, his eyes there are terrifying. 
Speaking of eyes, by the way, I've noticed you have quite a quite a knack for drawing them. Oh, with drawing eyes. No, I guess... doing it. Oh, really? Oh, I never noticed that. Um, I mean, like, I mean, uh, when you draw eyes normally, they're like, you know, they're good. They're very good. But I more mean, especially, um, there's some scenes where, like, the eyes that you draw just show, like, an insane amount of emotion. Like, a lot more than eyes normally would. Like, when, no. oh, in the beginning, when Tommy, like, where, when Dreamy's kind of comforting Tommy, and, like, he, he has that one look at his eyes, everything kind of goes into, like, these red images and like Tommy turns to face dream a little bit with his eyes you know what I'm talking about Ooh, yeah yeah I go you oh yeah that is so cool and like again when uh when Tabo is uh like saying he uh for Tommy not to worry about him you can see his eyes like uh, it's just oh my gosh that is my favorite scene in the entire thing when Tabo um <laughs> Tabo's eyes are shown like that and with the red background around like 213 in the video I think Roughly. I actually, oh that specific frame, um, I remember specifically drawing that on stream, and I was asking everyone in chat, like, how do I make it look like he wants to kill Dream? How do I make it look like that, you know? I Yeah. That's actually really comforting to hear, because my favorite thing when it comes to drawing is to make sure the audience, or, like, the people looking at my art can feel what I'm trying to portray. That's, like, my biggest thing. Oh yeah, you did an awesome so job of that. Fun. Oh my gosh, the eyes are so Thank good. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Really reminds me of okay, this is like this is really a stretch, but have you ever read I Don't Want This Kind of Hero? I don't think I have. I'm just gonna It is a incredible uh, uh, what's it called again? Uh I don't want this kind of hero. I will send you a uh the name. It is a Korean webcomic. Uh honestly. Ooh. Um I'm saying this. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm not going to say that. I'll, I'll wait until after the podcast to say that. It is really good. Um, you're no, honestly good. your it's art style, like your the way you drew your eyes, really reminded me of that because the way they draw eyes in that, like, really hits home. I I, I doubted you. I can I can see it. Yeah, like no, I haven't read it, but I can see it definitely. Right, right. They're like, uh, I more mean like the way you draw your eyes with like a lot of emotion though. Like when you do that, there's some scenes in that webcomic that really do that, and like they're. It just, ugh, like, it pierces Ooh. my soul, like, like how Tabo does in this one scene. Mm. Oh my gosh, this, this podcast is just turning into me fanboying over here. <laughs> no, it's anime. fine, do it. I'm, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. Okay, okay, good, good. This is what we want. This is what we want. <laughs> um, okay, let me Which ask. Is, yeah. Yeah. You go? Okay, okay. Um, are there any other scenes in Babushka that, like, you're really, really happy with? I am so happy with the scene where Puns comes out of the portal. It's very satisfying to me. Oh, the, the scene where scene. it's like, yeah, where it zooms in on the portal and then it zooms out on Puns and then you see ev and then everyone else, especially the leading up to it because it's super slow. I don't know. I feel like with Babushka, um, there's a lot, of, a lot of lead up to that specific scene. So that's why I really liked it. Cause like it's like dun dun dun. The, even the music is where it's the height of it. So then seeing that one scene and everyone knows what's happening is just like oh wow that's so cool. Yeah, it is. So it, good, it's my man. favorite scene. I love that. It matches the lyrics so well. Like it lines up with them just so perfectly. That was good. Yeah. That was a good scene. I, love that. I actually had to cut out some bits, not of the lyrics, 
because <laughs> I didn't want anyone making it weird. Uh, I forgot when it was. Oh no, no, that's a different animatic. I'm completely different thinking you know something completely different. Oh my bad. But I cut some of the lyrics because I wanted. I don't know. I feel like um, I just wanted to get to that point. I cut uh, in. You'll notice in a lot of my animatics, I cut a small portion of the song because I don't know what to draw there. So it's just like let's just ignore that it exists. I noticed that actually, like after I only noticed it after listening to Babushka like twenty times over, though. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's interesting, though. I know ne- I like I never had any idea that happened. Like my first maybe five or ten watchings. <laughs> So, yeah, that that I means I blended it well. So. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, phew. <laughs> um, I noticed that there are a lot of points in Babushka where, like, you have you use color design in like some very interesting ways. I kind of wanted to ask about that more. Like, what were you going for with that? If there's anything uh, hidden there. I feel like okay with the color design. It's not specific to Babushka because in general, I don't. I don't feel not I wouldn't say not comfortable, but I I prefer using wacky colors for things that are like for example, the sky is not or- always orange. It's normally blue or like the grass is green and I, I mean sometimes I'll use normal colors, but I think in general I like I really like using color palettes. Like keeping to a specific color palette. That's like my favorite thing to do. Mhm. Okay, that's cool. It's cool. I noticed yeah. that you Also, use... actually, oh sorry, Oh sorry, sorry. Um uh, do you watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Bro, I was actually about to ask you if you watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This oh my god! Yeah. Vibes with the color schemes, man. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I, I talk. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I have a lot of my inspiration comes. From, uh, a hundred percent. Cause I like the way a car. I was gonna say Akari, Araki thinks in terms of like. <laughs> Um, his characters don't have set color palettes, you know? You can tell that they're the same characters, but just throw on random color palettes. I love that. I love how he colors the sky in part four. I just I just like wacky colors in general. Yeah, man. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is, like, the best for that. I think you did really well with that, too. It makes everything so much more interesting. Like, the blue mm. trees and the yellow sky and the and the scene with uh, Puffy, Bad Boy Halo, Sapnap, George, and all of them playing. That's cool. Hmm. I also yeah. wanted to say, I did. I really liked how you designed your trees there. It kind of reminds me of Doctor oh. Seuss. Actually, I can. I can actually like Doctor Seuss. I've actually never really compared it to Doctor Seuss, but I do see it. But it's more so. Have you watched Disney's Sleeping Beauty? I have not. Well, actually, I probably okay, have just so... in a very, very long time. Oh, that's fair. It's it's a it's old movie. I don't even. I don't remember anything. Other than the fact that I really liked their trees, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun, yeah, fun fact. Um, I'll send you some of the concept art, but uh, oh, I yes, think, think it's because I'm a, a, a there's this artist behind it all, and I just looked at the trees and I was like, that's what I want to do with my life, you know. <laughs> I actually t- talk about it a lot on stream. That I did an entire stream where I was just drawing trees. It's my favorite thing to do. Okay, okay, very cool. One other thing with uh, color design I noticed is that there are some parts uh, where, like, characters, instead of being, like, fully drawn, like, colored, they just have one, like, color representing them. Like, in the scene where uh, Tommy uh, is, like, on the ground and Dream has his hand on his back, or when uh, Dream, Tommy, and Tubbo all are entering the, um, 
the bunker. Is there like mm -hmm. a specific reasoning for how you did that for what colors you chose there or? Speci uh, it actually changes uh, with why I do it. On one hand, it's because like, oh, I think it would look cooler if I use a sudden bright red for one of the characters and then like, you can color block it and you can tell it's dream because it, oh, it's dream because it's green. It's Tommy because it's red. And uh, that could be, that sometimes is the reason. But on the other hand, it's maybe because I'm too lazy to color. <laughs> you know. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. It could be that. And I'll, I'll, you should always assume the first uh, first part, I think. First option. Yeah, yeah, it's on purpose. It's on it's, purpose, of course. It's, all, of it's course. all very symbolic. It's all very symbolic and important to the story you're trying to tell, <laughs> right? Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, on, like, the, in the scene where... Tommy, Dream, and Tubbo are like first entering the like Dream's bunker. I noticed that Dream and Tubbo are both green. Is there like anything? Is there a specific reason for that? Is there like some symbolism there? There, um, it's funny because okay, I colored it first and I thought the greens were different enough to be able to differentiate that I did it because Tubbo's like main color is kind of green. Then later on in my head, I'm just like, oh no, no. And then later on, I told myself that I would tell everyone that the reason I did that is because Tommy was going to be like the main focus. And because at, at this point, uh, when it came to the Discord and everything, everything was to do, everything hinged on whether Tommy made a decision or not. So I, I kind of wanted like it to be like, oh, bright red, Tommy, you know, he's going to this blah, 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 blah. Okay, but okay, other than that, that I was just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to color him green. <laughs> I don't know, or red. Fair enough, fair enough. Green is a very, uh, green is a very Tubbo color, to be fair. Like, that's definitely the color that comes to mind when I think of Tubbo. I think I didn't differentiate the greens enough to, to make it look like I just color blocked all of them, though. But it's all good. Uh, people still enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I kind of like it, honestly. I think, uh, I think you could read into it a little bit there, and I kind of like it when, uh, there's a chance for you to put your own meaning into something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, are there any like hidden details within the animatic that uh, a lot of people haven't noticed or anything like that? Ooh, I feel like it's. Oh yeah. Okay. So no one's. I'm pretty sure people have noticed it, but no one's mentioned it. Uh, I think my favorite detail was the fact that I put fiance rings on both Sapnap and Quackity. No one really. Talked oh about my it. gosh, you're kidding um, me. Yeah, no one really talked about it, which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All goods. Um, actually, um, one detail that I'm really so happy someone finally mentioned. Um, because actually, they mentioned it only like a day ago, and I was so excited when someone finally mentioned it. Was that uh, when it came to everyone showing up in the like the final disc war room or something you'll notice that everyone's standing in a line but quackity is behind everyone and that's because during that time quackity was naked he didn't even have any armor on and i was just like maybe i'll just make that a detail you know Quackity's just naked in the background and only that's recently so someone good. mentioned that oh my gosh that's so good hold on i'm looking at it right now <laughs> i need to see this i did wait no i did notice this i did notice this oh my gosh I love that hey. so much. That is so good. That's such a good detail. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else like that? <laughs> um, I want to know if there's any funny details, but other than that. Oh yeah, there was the flash in the beginning. 
uh, like the very beginning. Yeah, but I removed it later. We could go talk into that if you want. No, go on. I'm curious what you're talking about. So in the beginning, when I first released this thing, there was this running joke on my Twitch uh, channel called Baldnoblade, where it was just Technoblade, but he was bald. And so I flashed it in the beginning, and at the end, there's an X, like a X, like the creation of it all, right? But I recently removed it because of certain news, and uh, I would have kept it up if it weren't for people coming back into my. This is like a touchy subject, but like I would have kept it up if it weren't for people coming back into my comments. Me, like, oh sorry, Discord cut up. Um, people came to my comments and were commenting things like, "Oh, you told the future. Oh, this didn't age well." They were just making fun of it, so I removed the entire joke. That was actually it was like, "Ooh, that's a fun fact about Babushka." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I think removing that might have been your best bet there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I removed it so quick. I removed it so quick. Like, I've never edited that t that fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, uh, good thing. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Funny on its own, uh, it though. just Funny sucks. On its own. Yeah, on its own, as a joke. Because he's made that joke a long time ago anyway. It was a running joke in the community. But just... Uh, I don't know. I did it for the sake of just not having to combat people saying shitty things underneath my comments. Right, right. And like, you don't want people thinking that's what you're implying anyways. Stuff like that. That, that coupled with like, it, the, the joke doesn't feel funny anymore when it just, you know. Yeah, I getcha. Yeah, some, some, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um... Are there any, like, bits of character design you, like, want to talk about that you were, like, really happy with? Hmm. Uh, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know how in the beginning bit, um, whatchamacallit, it's a zoom in of all these, not zoom ins, but, like, your, uh, the camera's just panning through a bunch of different characters. That was me... Not flexing, but me just showing that, like, oh, these are the designs I want for these characters. Because some of these characters are characters who showed up after the Discord. Um, I like Hannah's design. Uh, Bad Boy Halo's design is one of my favorites. What else? It's a character design. I really, I really just went for um, kind of the fanon idea of what they look like. Ooh, at Dream specifically, people have pointed it out and I don't I, I don't mind because they're right. Oh, what's his name again? Dr. Doom from uh, Fantastical Four or something? People pointed out Dream looked like that and I was like, you know what? I can't be fair. Nice. Another character design. <laughs> yeah, people were pointing out it looks like Dr. Doom and I'm like, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I like how you drew Ghostbear. <gasps> Ghostbear. Oh, I miss Ghostbear so much. Thank Dude, you. Same. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I think it's really cool that he's like literally fading into the background. Mm, I made it like a... I tried to airbrush the colors to make it look like he was uh, opaque or something. So I, I'm glad that shows. Right, Heck right, yeah. yeah. The effect comes through really well. I can't think on the top of my head, though, of, like, any specific designs that... Actually, no. One of my favorite designs is also Sam's. 
Because I think it just looks cool. Other than that, nothing really else. Oh, Sam does have a really cool design. I do like that. Hmm. Um, I noticed that, like, Tommy and a lot of other characters have, like, very pointed ears, like elves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so many people have pointed it out, and they want an explanation, but the only explanation I can give them is that I like pointy ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, like the <laughs> that's all I know <laughs> it's a fun detail it, it, it fun gives detail. uh it gives way into people theorizing what Tommy is because you know pointed ears non-human I guess I just ever since getting into the dream SMP I have loved drawing non-human dream SMP has turned my brain into like hybrid brain it's melted it mm-hmm. Dude, oh my gosh. Same thing happened to me. Like, I, I recently just started writing a new story, and I literally, like, all of the characters are now hybrids. Like, it doesn't make any sense that they are. Just, they're just dark, because <laughs> I, I think it's more fun. Oh, man. Exactly. Last guest on the podcast, like, uh, last guest on this episode, actually, literally said pretty much the same thing. Makes it so much more Oh fun. my gosh. It, it's happening to everyone. It's slowly just spreading. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, no, I don't think, like, what characters on the Dream SMP are actually canonically hybrids? There's actually no, like, full-on canon. Actually, no. Uh, no one's fully said it, but we all were just like, you're a hybrid, you know? It's like... It's all fan You real. haven't I said mean, like, it. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, sort of, maybe. <laughs> mm, Technoblade. Technoblade, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Technoblade, Technoblade. Yeah. Oh, Filza, like actually, cool no. Filza... I don't know if it's canon or not that he has wings. I mean, is I it? I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure that's canon. Well, whatever Saddest says, I believe in my heart. So, there you go. <laughs> Saddest is my canon. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Fanon is better than canon anyways, come on. We're the ones who are really mm-hmm. making this story, let's be honest here. <laughs> exactly. Really pushing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like I like the idea that there's only like three humans on the server. Cause you can <laughs> can you imagine that everyone's got these cool stuff like everyone's like a demon, a time traveler, a a piglin, and there's just like one human. I don't know. I like that idea. It's funny. Jack Manifold's like there, you know. He's a gamer. That's his species. No, he's just a Twitch streamer. You know, <laughs> that's his whole character. Like in game, he's a Twitch streamer. <laughs> I love that. Is that actually what his canon is? No, but I've seen people point it out. It's fine. Oh, I like that. I've never actually thought of it that way, but that makes so much more sense than like mm. anything else. You know what this all reminds me of? People um, ask Sapnap what his character was, and he's like, no, it's a human. And everyone just it completely ignored him, and we're like, no, you're a fire demon. <laughs> <laughs> but fire demon is I so much that. cooler. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, That's everyone good. was like, come on, Sapnap, you want to be a defiant. Come on. <laughs> come on, you know you want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, did you have anything else on Babushka you wanted to talk about? Babushka specifically. I feel like there's a lot of things that people point out about, it, but like it kind of just goes over my head. Um, Was there any small details that you'd like to talk about? Because I feel like I could just answer things i don't remember too much about pushka other Let than like look through it a little bit and see what i what i've seen um, oh good 
there are definitely like this is so full of small details i i think that's really neat i do like that like technoblade uh kind of oh is technoblade actually like looking at dream and that and that one scene when they're on like the on the uh, uh they're dropping tnt I, actually now i'm looking at it again i can't really tell if he's actually looking at dream or not I think I intended uh, for him to be looking at Dream, untrustworthy, but you know, yeah, he's he's looking at Dream. Yeah. Uh, fun thing about Techno, I I, <laughs> I was telling myself it's like, oh, this this has nothing to do with Techno and everything, but I realized in every animatic, I want to include him. He's like my favorite character in every ad. Like I just like have to include him somewhere in the animatic. He is an awesome character. Mm. So cool. Such a cool design, too. Such a cool fanon design, really. Oh, the fanon designs are amazing. I can't choose I can't choose my favorite. I really can't. Right, right. There's just so much good, you know? Yeah, it, it always changes. I think, for me, uh, my canon is that he, he, has, he can turn into a pig as well. Because the pig designs are insane. Like, the hog ones, where, like, it's a huge guy with glass and everything and has a huge cape and everything i love that yeah i know what you're talking about i've seen those i love that that is so cool they're so fun it is man it's, it is but yeah but i also really the... like the ones where it's like uh or it's like he's wearing a pig mask sort of i like that mm, a lot mm. those ones are funky i love that yeah. or you know wolfie uh uh Wolfie with the witch, right? They're uh, Technoblade with the skull, like the 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 uh, pig's uh, skull mask. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, one of my favorite. I love Wolfie. My last question for you, Kumoki. Do you have any advice for any other artists or content creators that might be listening in? Ooh. You can take your time to think advice? of this if you want to. Okay. Hmm. Advice specifically for art? I, I feel like I can sum it all up in one go. It's just like, whatever you do, make sure you are your biggest fan. I've been told that multiple times. And I, it's like, it's such a big thing to be your biggest fan when it comes to drawing. Because if, uh, especially, it's actually really prevalent to people who are artists for Dream SMP or Minecraft YouTube in general. I've noticed a lot of them um, struggle with keeping up with drawing with the Dream SMP, and they don't have to. But deep down, they feel like they have to because a lot of their audience comes from it. But at the end of the day, my biggest advice, at the, um, when you're drawing, if you're making animatic, uh, be your biggest fan so you hype yourself up, so you care about what you draw instead of caring about what other people draw, uh, uh, instead of caring about how other people view your art and everything. That's my biggest uh, advice. Cool, cool. Very good advice. All right. Yeah, it's it gets to you. Dream SMP. Right, right. I feel like that definitely that applies to like any other type of art too. You know, not just uh, actual art. Mm, definitely. Right, right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Kamoki. It was a pleasure to have you. No problem. Yeah. Let me just say. Thank you so much for interviewing me. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. Of course. What? This one was super fun. And uh, let me just say to the mm -hmm. audience real quick, it was super fun to do. This is the last one. 
it was uh, super fun to do this special episode. I'm really hoping to do something like this in the future. It's such a shame that I have to end it here and not have any more of these incredible animatic creators I'm one on. Um, but yeah, I only had room for five on this one. Uh, just kidding, I'm doing so a part good. two. See you guys next time! <laughs> hey, thanks so much for watching the eighth episode of the Create Stuff Podcast all the way through. This one was a bit long, but I think for good reason. Also, I hope you enjoyed that fake out there. Um, I will say, Kowoki definitely did not expect that, and, uh, it was their reaction, their laughter, that was genuine. I decided to leave it in because I thought it was funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing this again, uh, hopefully with more, like, five more anim animators. Might be four, depends on how many of them I can actually get to say yes. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's gonna be super fun. Also, I want to say, um, you may have noticed that my intros slash transitions throughout the entire episode were kind of, uh, you know, like bad uh <laughs> yeah sorry about that this is like so different from what i usually do and even like i'm still not even that used to what i usually do so you know i'm i'm learning i'm learning yeah you're gonna have to deal with that for a little bit later la later down the line when we do more special episodes like this you know that'll be normal oh and also we will be returning to our regularly scheduled programming relatively soon however depending on how you guys feel about like this this format of episode i might be doing this more in the in the future i'm not really sure yet i'm definitely not going to like do away with the solo interview style at all um but like i don't know i feel like I'm, i might do this more often because this was genuinely very fun before i do the patreon shoutouts and uh the other stuff that I find, that I do all the at the end, all the shilling and stuff. I want to actually start doing a new little segment on these episodes where it's just me talking, and I just want to like kind of promote some things that my friends are doing that I think is cool. I'm gonna have like three or four things on every episode that I just shout out real quickly. So uh, yeah, these will all be linked in the description, of course. But I would really love it if you guys could check these out, and I think you'll enjoy them. First one, my friend Riptide, not the song. Uh, also known as Lost Boy Art on Instagram, is doing commissions to raise money for cancer research. I got a commission for them. If uh, if you've watched my streams, you'll notice I have a little... Uh, if you've watched my streams recently, I should say, you might notice I have... My chat is, like, in a little kind of robot thing. That's actually my uh, representation of my chat called Saxy. That if you, you, can go, you can go and watch episode 5, I think. I don't know if we actually talk about it in the episode or not. I don't know if I cut that out. Um, I, that might have been in, like, after the podcast was over on stream. But essentially... In The Man Break the Musical, they have these chats for every streamer, like a representation of their chat as a character. And they made a chat for me, uh, which is sexy. When I say they, I mean, I mean the musical the musical in general, the Man Break the Musical crew. They made that for me. Uh, Riptide, I asked them to do a commission of sexy with uh, just their head so I could put the chat in it. And since, you know, sexy's my chat, it's a, it's a clever little thing, I think. Second one, Trashy Inferno uh, released their song Arla Manberg on Spotify, and they're currently trying to get it to 10,000 listens. They're at, like, about 8,000 now. If you guys would go and just give it even one listen, that would help a lot. And uh, the song is just really, really good. Uh, there is a link to that in the description. I have a Spotify playlist called Very Cool Music, where I just put, like, songs that my friends have made. There's, like, just Arla Manberg in it at the time of me recording this. But I'm planning to add more in the future, so, you know. Uh, you'll probably see that play this multiple times as I'm talking um, in these little segments here. But seriously, go check out Arla Manberg. It's really, really good. Even if you don't like the Dream SMP, I would go check it out. But also, how are you still here if you don't like the Dream SMP? Last thing I want to mention, uh, this has been out for a bit now, but the Manberg the Musical, first chapter is uh, not out. I, I almost said first chapter is out. That would be a lie. The trailer for the first chapter, however, is out. You should go check that out. Link is in the description. And if by some, like, chance... The musical is the chapter one of the oh, wow 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 chapter one of the musical is out at the time of me recording this. That will also be in the description. Not at the time of me recording this. At the time of me uploading this. At the time of me recording this, it is not out. 
but yeah, go check it out. Seriously, Brew Apple Plan has been like stuck in my head. And also, a uh, little, uh, little, little fun thing uh, happened recently. I actually became a social media attendant for the Le Musical, so I'm actually on the crew now. And uh, I'll tell you guys, I've listened to the entirety of Chapter One because we got access to that. And let me tell you. It's banging. It's really, really good. I cannot wait to see the full thing, and I really hope you guys go check it out, too. Hey, uh, quick update. Actually, I'm recording this a little bit further ahead than I recorded everything else, but I just wanted to add, Lemanberg the Musical, Chapter 1 is now out. Link is in the description. Seriously, go check it out. It is amazing. All right, I'm going to go ahead and shout out all of my Patreons and Twitch subs. If you want to be included in this little section, you can uh, subscribe to me on Patreon, only a dollar a month. It's in the description, or you can subscribe to me on my Twitch channel. Both of them give me money. I don't care. Thank you so much to my Patreon subscribers, Tunkatsu and Sammy Sue Support. Appreciate you guys a lot, and a big thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Those being Sammy Sue Support, Tunkatsu, both of them once again, as well as Vulti. Thank you guys all so much for supporting me. I appreciate it a ton. And that's where we're gonna end things today. Thank you so much for watching. Can't wait to see you guys in part two. That'll probably take me a bit to make, honestly, but I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys there. All right, bye bye.